Gentlemen, it is with great sadness I have to inform you that after ten years in competition with the new Metropolitan Police, we, the Bow Street Runners, will cease to exist. In those ten years from 1829, we have upheld the beliefs of our founder, Sir Henry Fielding, and can be proud of what we have achieved in his name. Those of you with cases outstanding will be assigned to a police inspector and must work alongside him until such cases are resolved. Catch me working with a peeler. Got her hands tied, Pip. Hands tied. So, finally, I ask you to raise your glasses for the last time to the Bow Street Runners. The Bow Street Runners! That's it then, Toby. It's all I ever wanted. To be a runner. It's all gone now. Something to turn up, Pip. I'll see you in the day, eh? About eight. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sir? Please, sir? Can I help you, miss? I'm looking for the Hotel Dieppe, sir. Seven dials. But with all this smoke, I... <laughs> smoke? This isn't smoke, miss. This is a London particular. I've never heard of such a thing. A fog, miss. Oh, indeed. Hotel Dieppe, eh? It's where I'm going myself. I'll get you there, don't you worry. Pip's the name. Pip Shepherd. Yeah, I'll take those, Pip. You join Toby. Yeah, but they're very heavy. He's in the bar. No buts, I can manage. You know, I don't allow young men in young ladies' rooms, however heavy the bags. Yes, Mrs Vermelo. Thank you, Mr Shepherd. Good night, miss. Mr Vermelo's not too bright at the moment, else he'd take them up himself, wouldn't you, Robert? <coughs> lucky the room's still free. I could let your bed ten times over tonight, what with the fog and all. <laughs> Catherine, isn't it? Yes, Catherine Hockley. That's right. Michael's old room. Small, but quiet. He didn't say how long you'd be staying. But Michael is here, isn't he? I know, dear. He's gone. He said his young lady was coming, paid me a week's rent for you on account, and then off he went. Where to? Why, prospects. <laughs> Didn't he tell you? <laughs> Got you both fixed up in service somewhere. He said a grand house, but nothing else. Just sent me my fare and asked me to join him. Uh, well, you speak to Mr Vermlow tomorrow when he's feeling better. He knows more than me. I can't believe it, Tom. Fourteen years now I've been at Bow Street. Night watch, day watch, runner. 
And what does it mean? All that loyal service? Bleeding nothing. Well, what are you going to do? Join them? See me in a uniform, can you? <laughs> Blimey. What? Guinea a day. No private commissions. Must think we was born yesterday. I could always sign aboard a merchantman, see the world. I wanted to do once, didn't I? Too late now. I've got a kitty to think of. What should we do then? Get more ale. Uh, get swacked. That's what I say. <laughs> hey, Pip. What? See her over there just leaving. She likes the look of you. I like the look of her. Not as nice as the young lady you was with earlier, mind. Maybe. But that young lady's spoken for. Very fond of your young man, Mrs. Vermelo and me. I paid the day watch a guinea to follow the carter who collected his things. To uh, keep an eye out for him, you understand. So you know the grand house where we're to have employed? <sighs> I know nothing of a grand house, Catherine. He must have lied to you as he lied to me. He loves me. Would it not be wiser for a young woman like yourself to... To go home, to your family. I've come all the way from Whitby. He sent for me. Feelings can change so quickly when you're young, you know. If I showed you the letters he wrote well, me... Well, all young men write such letters. Even I, to Mrs Vermelo, <clears throat> once. Where is he? Please tell me. The carter went back across the river. Bermondsey Way. Folly Ditch on Jacob's Island. Is that an island in the Thames? Uh, no. No, it's a lick of land lower than the river. And I tied the sewers spill into the alleyways and ditches. No man would live there by choice. The cart went to the last house on Folly Ditch, furthest from the market. The last house. Doors open! Always open here, darling. What is it you want? I'm looking for someone. Who is it, Ethel? Just a minute, dear. Young girl, looking for help. Pretty, is she? Yeah. Let's have her in, then. Righto. You can come on through. Meet Dolly. Thank you. This is Dolly Jenks. She's the one to help you. And don't forget, Ethel, you're taking Belle to Paddy's Goose tonight. See, she's ready. Yes, Dolly. Come in, my dear. What lovely hair. Uh, close the curtain and sit down. Thank you. Oh, don't mind all those dresses. Oh. I eyes them out, you see, to my girls. You can shift that green one. Real silk, that is. Paris, so I believe. As new as makes no difference. Um, have a drop of something short. I likes to be jolly myself and see others so. <laughs> Gin, my dear? No. Uh, no, thank you, Mrs Jenks. Oh, too early, is it? Call me Dolly. Well, Pet, I'm glad you've come to my shop. Well, my house. So, what can I do for you? I'm looking for a friend of mine. Oh, I see. A gentleman. Oh, Michael is his name. Michael Tovey. Ah. 
I was told he lodges here. And who was it has told you that? Um... No, no, no matter. I understand about loyalty and promises and such. Friend of his, are you? Yes. A friend of his is a friend of mine. May I see him, please? Well, it's not so easy as that. You see, Pet, he don't exactly lodge with me. He just keeps a few things here. Oh, I see. Pays me, of course, regular. But I don't charge him much. It's only a small room. Couldn't hardly get a bed in there. Not if you tried. However hard. Still, that's not to say we can't find him, is it? You know where he lives, then? Oh, I didn't say that. You'd no business telling her. <laughs> Sending a young girl to Folly Ditch. Now go and get Pip. He's in the bar. She might not have gone there. Have you never been in love? Well, uh... Oh, and the fog's coming down. Go on, get Pip. Oh. If Michael had wanted her to go there, he'd have told her himself. <clears throat> Room, if you can call it such. In you go. Maybe he'll be here tomorrow, maybe tonight. You never can tell with your Michael. Um, he brought that chest day before yesterday. Maybe you'll know about it. No. No, I don't. Not for me to ask what's in it. Well, as many as will be tempted to call a locksmith. <laughs> all these things are his. See, letters and all. him. Not opened even. Oh. Um, there's something in this one. A locket with hair. This shawl's as well, eh? What? This gold locket has an hair in it. No, no, Dolly. That isn't mine. Pretty, though. His mother's, maybe. Oh, cats and dogs. Listen to it. Let's go back to the fire pit. Let me stay here a minute longer. Oh, in love, are you? These are only things, dear. Only things. But they're his. Not him, though, are they? <sighs> Why don't you stay with me tonight, Casey? No, thank you. Dolly! I... What is it, Ethel? There's a gentleman at the door looking for the young lady. Catherine, he says. You never said as you had a young man coming here. But I haven't. Show him in the parlour, Ethel. Sure, it's been a great pleasure for me to meet you and Miss Catherine. Ethel! And when you next hear from Mr. Toby, you'll let Miss Ockley know. I'll tell him as how you have made inquiries. Did you call, Dolly? See our guests out, will you, dear? Yes, all right. Come along. God bless you, pet. I'm sure he'll be in touch with you soon. Goodbye, Dolly. Thank you. Mrs. Jenks. Lovely air. Hold up a minute. There's something I have to say. What is it, Ethel? The gent you're looking for, Mr. Tovey. The valet to Lord William Beverley's who you want, is all I'm going to say. Corner of Suffolk Street. Thank you, Ethel. Oh, God bless you, sir. Miss Ethel. I've told you nothing. What you been doing? Nothing, Dolly. You don't get wet standing in the hallway doing nothing. I was pointing out where the young gentleman could find an horse cab. I hope that's all you've pointed out. Yes, Dolly, on my life. What do you get out of him? Well, as you're wet already, you can take tuppence of it and fetch me a street stationer. 
I want a letter written. Urgent. Here you are. Hot pot. Now, this is not an everyday occurrence. I just can't stand to see good food going to waste. Thank you. Oh, Mrs Vermelo, Michael didn't pick up the chest the day before yesterday, did he? No, dear. Huh. I've not seen him these two weeks. Only the carter. Now, eat up. I've got to go through to the public. Robert's on his own. <laughs> People will buy him drinks. And after the first, he doesn't have the wit to say no. <laughs> <sighs> oh, flipping starving. I don't feel hungry. You'll have to eat. Pip, Mr Vermelo said you took commissions. As a runner, I did. It was part of the job. Can't do that no longer, though. Not official-like. What's that? Three guineas. He says it should be enough for three days. Hey. It's all I have. Will you please help me find Michael? You can take for what you did today. I did what I did because I wanted to help. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll go up Suffolk Street. And I don't want none of your guineas. We're friends, ain't we? Yes. Belle is special. Nothing short of silk I'm putting her in. So you keep track of her, Ethel. This dress costs ten guineas. Yes, Dolly. She clears off with it, I'll swing for you. Have I lost one gown yet? Shepherd's Market. You keep one step behind her all the while. She can change at Paddy's Goose. This is the price of a room for her. I don't want the sheer folly ditch on her or her dress. No, Dolly. And if she gets set up with a dandy gent, you won't lack for a little extra. <laughs> Are you married, Pip? I was. My Mary. She died giving birth to our boy. I'm sorry. My old mum looks after Alfred. That's the boy. He's three now, down in Kent. Do anything for him, I would. I'll see him most weekends. Be able to see a lot more of him now. So you're on your own? I've got Alfred. Oh! <laughs> you've got a little lovely bell. Go on in, get changed, and I'll wait here for you. ta Ethel. You'll look a proper lady in that. Do you think? I don't think I know about such things. I was once the swellest woman about town. <laughs> Come down awful, I know, and, and yet it ain't awful, really. Fact is, life is sweet. As sweet to the ore as it is to the emperors. And as sweet to me as it is to you for all your beauty. <laughs> Go on then. Won't be long, Ethel. <laughs> Drop something. Hmm. Keep the cold out. Who's there? Oh, it's you. Tolly didn't say he was going to be here. Just. Warming the cockles. Why don't you say something? Hey, what's up? What are you looking at me like that for? Stay away. I'll get Belle. Is it Belle you want? Here, whatever you want, you can have it. I didn't say nothing. You won't need a knife. Why don't you? Is it Belle you want? Is it Belle? <laughs> 
need you to help me. So what did you find out? The valet's not there, but I spoke to the housekeeper, Mrs. Dutton. The valet is Peter Ablas. He's away with his lordship and won't be back until late tonight. I said I'd call again tomorrow. Is that right, Pip? Indeed it is. Did you mention Michael? No. Well, I've had a word with the watchers. They're going to keep an eye on the house and look out for him. 24 hours should tell us whether he's there or not. Seems your Mr. Ablis walks his lordship's dog 6.30 every morning. So we can catch him then if we need. Thank you. So where are you going now? Back to the Dieppe, in case he calls for me. Oh, there's nothing worse than waiting for someone who might not turn up. Makes for an awful long day. You haven't seen I Park, have you? Uh, I've seen nowhere. Then that's where we'll go. You can see all the toffs riding by and tell me all about yourself, <laughs> eh? And Michael. I, I don't think it's... And if he turns up at a Dieppe, you don't think Mrs Vermelow will let him get away, do you? Blimey. She'll nail him to the floor first. Known him all my life. Childhood sweethearts we were. He went to sea when he was 16 and come back four years later. But there's not much in Whitby apart from the fishing. Weren't exciting enough for him. So he came to London? I was to join him later. That was three years since... But you didn't? No, he... Oh, he went to sea again. And he came back two months ago. Wrote for me to join him. And here I am. It... It wouldn't matter what he did. I... There's never been anyone else, you see. Why do you say it wouldn't matter what he did? Because it wouldn't. Well, what might he do? He's a good man. I didn't say he wasn't. I'm just telling you. He is. Please. Can we go back to the hotel? If that's what you want. You're not telling me a fib, are you, Sam? No one passing you guineas for a blind eye? What, me, Master Pip? Oh, honest as a day is long. Swear it on me honour. Here since ten o'clock last night, I was. Nobody passed into the house except the valet. Now, he came out round half past ten. He fetched away over the rear house and went back in through the basement. Old house was quiet by midnight. <laughs> oh, chucking it down and all. Half a crown a night. Oh, dear me. Wicked, in it? Blooming wicked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's very kind of you, come. Much appreciated. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Oh, they what saw nobody neither, except the occupants of the house. Uh, nobody like you gave a description of her. So Michael's not living there? Doesn't look like it. What time are you meeting, Ablis? Ten o'clock. What the hell? Toby! Am I glad you're here? Just come from the station. God, I want you at Suffolk Street, number 14. Urgent. Suffolk Street? I was only there a couple of hours ago. What's happened? Dunno. Something big, though. Place is crawling with peelers. Catherine, you better wait here until I get back. You won't say anything about Michael, will you, Pip? Not if you don't want. You promise? I promise. 
peelers are upstairs, Pip. Yes, sir. Inspector's asked to see you. D Division. But I wanted a quiet word first. Well, what's happened? You've been working on a case. Well, not exactly. Something to do with a Michael Toby? Yes, but... I told you now, all outstanding cases had to be worked on with the new police. It's not like that. Well, commission, is it? No, sir. <laughs> what then? Something personal, sir. Just helping. The Metropolitan don't see it in the same way. Now, you, you're going to have to cooperate with them. But why are they interested in what... There's been a... Shh. Mr. Uh, Shepherd. Yes? Uh, I'm Inspector uh, Thomas uh, Tedman, uh, D Division, Metropolitan Police. Yes, sir. Um, earlier this morning, uh, we spoke to, to the Night Watch on Suffolk Street. Uh, he, he said you were making inquiries yesterday about a Michael Tovey. Did he? There was a burglary here during the early hours of this morning, during which Lord William B Beverley was uh, murdered. What? We believe Mr. Tovey was involved, and, and we'd appreciate uh, any help you could give us. We've set up headquarters in the drawing room, if, um, if, you, if you'd be so kind. His lordship's throat was slit with a, a cutthroat razor. Uh, all the silver's been taken, from what I can make out, and, and, and a deal of jewellery. The valet, a m man called Ablas, is getting out a full list of what's missing. Oh, please, please sit down. Thank you, sir. Uh... We've uh, established the time of murder at between half past one and to two o'clock this morning. But... But, but, but what? Well, nothing. I'm sorry. Such a shock. So, Mr Shepherd, uh, Michael Tatovi used to work here. Well, what else do you know about him? Only that he's missing and I can't find him nowhere. What about his young lady, Catherine uh, Hockley? Oh, well, I... He wrote to her, asked her to join him two months back. She gets here. And he's gone. To two months? That that must have been as soon as he was released from prison. Prison? N Newgate. D didn't you know? Why didn't you tell me? I... I don't... What? I can't hear you, Catherine. I was ashamed that you should know. Sometimes there's as much to be ashamed of in line as going to prison, I think. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hide anything. But you did. When you first came here... And I first saw you in Seven Dials. You thought there was a fire. So much smoke, you said, remember? Yes. And I told you it was a fog. A London particular. Now, to me, my job is like finding my way through a London particular. Picking a way through the mire till I get to the truth. And that's what I'm trying to do for you. Even if it means me working along with the peelers. Now, if I'm prepared to do that, then you've got to help me. And you can start by telling the truth. About everything. So what was your Michael in prison for? He was in debt. He stole some money from the gaming house where he was working. That's all I know. They caught him before he'd hardly got into the street. Nobody else working with him? No. He did that, but he wouldn't kill anyone. And he didn't. What about the valet? Ablis. We're talking to him this afternoon. You said this morning that Michael Tovey was uh, responsible for Lord William Beverley's death? I could think of no other. When did you first meet Mr. Tovey? Uh, six weeks since, through an acquaintance, sir. 
A year ago, after the death of her ladyship, Lord William cut back on all his staff. Did no entertaining. Then he sort of began to look lively again. And it became too much for me to run the house as butler and valet for him. So I was looking out for someone. And Michael was t to take over your duties as butler? No, 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 as, uh, as valet. He was to have a trial employ of four weeks. He joined his lordship and myself at Hatfield, hoping that he and his young lady would be taken into service. Hmm. Anyway, a gold locket belonging to his lordship disappeared. It was one he always carried with him, being as it contained a lock of his late wife's hair. And he accused Michael of stealing it, even though he couldn't prove it. The next thing, they have a fearful shindy. Well, Michael went to strike his lordship and he was dismissed. Hasn't been here since. Uh, um, unless he came back last night? Yes. Is, is there anything you'd like to ask, Mr Shepherd? Yes. Mr Ablis, do you know where Mr Tovey is? Well, he was sleeping in an old warehouse, a place for vagrants off the Radcliffe Highway, but he's there no longer. A message came from him and I went to give it to him, but he'd moved on. Do you know who it was from or what it said? No. Well, Peter, Mr Ablas, was in a very bad mood. He was upset by the dinner party his lordship was given on the Friday. Now, that I couldn't understand at all, because he was always one for the big do's. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> he loved it, but it really seemed to upset him. Yes. Uh, Mrs Dutton, did, did, he, did he have something else planned that night? Not that I know of. He was really agitated, and he said it was all right for me as I didn't have to clean the silver. Hmm. Later on, after he'd gone off to deliver the letter to Michael, Polly, that's the kitchen maid, and me, couldn't leave it alone. It just seemed so odd. Uh, and, uh, and, and you say he opened the letter? Yes. None of his business, I thought. We've searched the ass from top to bottom, sir. There's no sign of silver or jewellery. Thank you, Sergeant. Uh, let's uh, let's find somewhere to eat, Pip. Oh, right, sir. Go over everything. I know just the place. Your ways, Thomas, is different. I can see how you work now. You set up your desk and you run everything from there. It's all up here with you in your head. Whereas we runners get in among it all. Two piping up boys. Pip. Thank you, Robert. Pip tells me Mrs. Vermelo's pies are the best in London. Oh, not far short, sir. Oh, not far short. <laughs> now, you see what it is, Thomas. Us runners, we know our ways around. And it's nothing you can't tell me about dolly shops and kitten housing, dress lodges and all. Robert! Excuse me, Thomas. Knives and forks, Sarah! Now, you don't get that for a guinea a week. Not that kind of knowledge. It's a lifetime. It's how I was brought up, you see. Blimey, I know who's the villains and who's just hard up. The oncers, the ones who buy the stolen silver, the ones who buy the squares and such, and they all know Pip Shepherd. Here we are, <laughs> Pip. Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't know how he expects you to eat without a knife and fork. Uh, that's all right, Sarah. Knife and fork? You only have to ask. Peelers, toffs, most of them, just like you. You don't want to know us, runners. Or you don't, do you? I, I did, didn't say that. Yeah, because you think you have to be above all that. If you knew some of the things I've done to solve crimes, you'd have me arrested. No, no, no. Yes, you would. And then they ask us to join the peelers. Don't know any other way to work than the way I do. Pip, if... if, if mm, um, what? If, if, if your night watchman's right... Oh, yes, yeah, Sam. Yeah, well, he is, isn't he? And, and, and nobody entered the house that night? Yes, I'm with you. Well, th that's it. What? 
But th that's why Abelus was, was so upset about the d dinner party. You see, there, there, there couldn't be a, d a d dinner party. Why not? Because there were no knives and forks. The, 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 there was no silver. It had already gone. The, the, the plate, the cutlery, everything. Abelus knew that it had gone? Abelus said his lordship hadn't entertained for months. So Abelus... Or, or, or Michael Tovey, or both, cleared out the silver bit by bit while Michael was still working there. But, but before they could finish their plan, the, the dinner party c came up. Somehow his lordship was killed and Ablas tried to throw the blame onto Michael. But where is Michael? And, and where is the silver? Well then, that's the question, isn't it? Catherine, I've got to tell the peelers about the room at Dolly's. Keep a look out on the house, wait to see him the next time he turns up. I see. We've got to find him. Will you let me tell him? You promise. I know. Well, then. That's why I'm asking you. You see, Thomas, I made a promise to somebody. And because of that promise, I've been keeping something back from you. There's a room in a house on Jacob's Island. Folly Ditch. You never said you was a runner. Mind you, I'd trust you before I'd trust a peeler. Uh, Mrs. Jenks, does everything in here belong to Mr. Tovey? True as I'm here. Open the chest, will you, Dolly? We want to see what's in it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that, Pear. Not unless he has a magistrate or some such here. I knows the law. That's private property. Sides, I've got no key. I'll see to it. We can't break it open. No, you can't. Who'd mend it? And who'd be here when he finds out? I've got keys, Thomas. I shall, uh... Go back to the parlour. Have a drop of sonic short. You'll stay here, Mrs. J Jenks. Oh. Go ahead, Pep. Now, let's see what Mr. T Toby's been up to. The silver. And the jewellery. I know nothing. You still say to Toby's innocent, Pep? I know nothing. I swear I know nothing about it. Others would have owned it. I never did. I swear it. Oh, Lord. It's all right, Dolly. Come on. You've got to come along with us. Help me and the inspector out with a few questions. Please, sir. Yes? Please, sir. Are you Mr Peter Ablas? Who is it wants to know? My name is Catherine Hockley, sir. And I believe you are acquainted with the man I hope to marry. Mr. Michael Tovey. Are you Mr. Ablas? Yes, indeed. You see, I have come down from Yorkshire to be with him, but a letter I sent never reached him, and I want him to know where I am that he can come to me. I understand he worked with you. Uh, no longer. I called in at the big house two days ago, but you were not in. Ah, that was you then, was it? It was. So you were... you are Catherine? Catherine Hockley. The girl he spoke of. I would have called today, but there are so many people. Police. And I learned what time you walk the dogs from the day watch. What makes you think I can get in touch with Michael? I've been to Folly Ditch. Oh. Dolly, by God. No. It was Ethel told me. Ethel. And who have you told? None. No matter. Where can Michael find you? Give me the place. I am staying at the Hotel Dieppe, Seven Dials. Tell him the same room that he had, and I must see him. 
Say I know what dreadful trouble he's in and I can help. Please, sir. And if you would tell no one... Of course, Miss Catherine. And I will expect you to do the same. The Hotel Dieppe. The same room that he had. I'll tell him. Here, boys. Come on, boys. Come on. I know she was cracky, but she was the best friend I ever had. Do anything for me, Ethel would. Anything. He cost me Ethel. And Belle. She never come back. Run off with a green silk. Prettiest girl I had was Belle. And her a virgin. It was makes no difference. Why do you think it was Mr Tovey? I don't think, Pet, I know. I sent him a letter. After your visit with your lady friend, I warned him that Ethel had let slip how you could find him. Through the Suffolk Street butler. Friends, they was. I give him me word of honour, you see. Not to tell no one. Tums for a stationer. My God, to have that Tums back and no letter sent. He come to see me that night. Asked where Ethel was. Had to see her. I told him she'd taken Belt to Paddy's goose. And that's the last I've seen of any of them. And, and that's everything you know? I swear to God. I ain't lying, neither. It's the truth. H how long has Mr T Toby had his room with you? Six weeks, thereabouts. Never used it much, not till recent. Just threw everything in, all higgledy-piggledy like. Never seemed to bother much about it. Most of it was brought over from Seven Dials by the Carter. Carter? What Carter? I don't know where they was brought from, but it was Michael picked them up himself. Michael? Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. I had the cart for him. But the Carter brought them back? I wasn't at home. It was Ethel helped him unload. She never said anything to me who it was brought the cart back, but I don't see why it shouldn't have been Michael. Him as took it, brought it back. That's what I thought. Who's is that stuff? Yes? What else he been up to, then? i just come back from Folly Ditch, sir. We put a seal on the room and left a guard there. Good. Um, see Mrs Jenks home, will you? Sir. Home. We shan't be needing her anymore. Folly Ditch. Pip, anything else? No. You can go, Dolly. Yeah. Have a drop of Sonic short. Keep jolly despite the shit life throws at you. Robert Vermelo said it was a carter. Dolly says it was Michael Tovey. So, who was it? Well, if we had to believe them both, Michael left Folly Ditch with a cart, and uh, somewhere between there and the Hotel de Dieppe, he handed the cart over to somebody else, who picked up his things for him. Then, on the way back, Michael t took over again. Why? It, it, it doesn't make sense. No. Whoever loaded up the cart took it back to Folly Ditch. Vermelo told Catherine that he paid a day watch to follow it all the way there. If it had changed hands, he'd have said so. Whoever took the cart from Folly Ditch must be the same person as loaded it up and took it back. Uh, and, and Dolly says it was Michael. But it couldn't have been. Could it? No. no unless... Unless Dolly only th thought it was Michael. But she knew him. Yes, but, yes, but supposing the person she knew as Michael w wasn't him. Supposing all along someone had been using Michael's name. 
I, I, I rented the room in, in Michael's name, which is, which is why he never needed to stay there. He lives somewhere else. Well, that's it, isn't it? it isn't it? But then where's the real Michael? The last time anyone saw him was... Come on, Pip. Where are we going? Suffolk Street. He said he was feeling poorly, going to lie down in his room and not to be disturbed. I said, yes, well, we're all feeling poorly. When was this? An hour or so ago. Window's open, Thomas. He's gone. <laughs> if you're going to help Catherine, do it properly. That sauce will never be light if you keep beating it in different directions. Do it clockwise. One pie. You ready? Yes, Sarah. They're nearly done. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've just seen that carter out in the bar. Who? What carter? The one that picked up Michael's things. Are you sure? As day is day. Show me. I'm sorry, Sarah. He was in the corner by the fireplace. Here, Toby. What? The young man who was standing here. Did you see where he went? No. But he didn't leave by the street door. Oh, he'd have just gone to the privy, you see. Or out the back way into the lane. Did that or Mr Vermilow's not seeing too bright? Hey, right here. Now then. <sighs> Keys. Which one, my beauty? I'm off. See what's happening in the bar. I've nearly finished. Then I'll go upstairs. Pip's just come in. Why don't you go through and see him? I'm not sure he'll want me to. So Goddard says they're thinking of starting up a detective division. Oh, the peelers? Yeah. And they're going to recruit 12 from us at Bow Street Runners and put us with their inspectors. Oh, good. Like, you're not listening. No uniforms and we can do our own commissions. Yeah, well, I'll think about it. Why don't you go through and see her? I don't really know whether she wants me to. Go on. What's the arm? Oh, Michael. Where are you? Come on, come on. Go on, Pip. She's very upset. I'll let you go up just this once, seeing how fond I am of you both. I don't... Go on. Ten minutes, mind. Yes. Who's there? Michael? Oh, Michael, is that... <coughs> 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 Prisoner at the bar, Peter Eblas, had been indicted for robbery and the murders of Lord William Beverley and Ethel Proud. 
Nothing now remains but that sentence be passed according to the law. And the sentence of the law is this. You shall be taken from the place where you are and be carried to the place from whence you came. And from thence well, to the place of execution. He's written a full confession. And there... But he said nothing about what's happened to Michael. I'm sorry, Catherine. Nothing at all. I'll try once more to see him. Mr. Ablis. You asked to see me? I did. To plead, sir. Not on my own behalf, but that of a young woman concerning the young gentleman Michael Tovey. Would you be so good and merciful as to tell me where he is? Michael Tovey? <laughs> is he alive or is he dead, eh? I've said all there is to say. There is nothing more other than what shall be known to me and my maker. Why do you torment her like this? It will keep me alive in her mind. And in your mind, if in nobody else's. Sometimes you just have to carry on hurting. Because there's no way out. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. Oh, Pip. It's life, Catherine. Just as it sometimes is. Just as it most times is. You don't know one way or the other, so you have to tell yourself to forget and start afresh. So what do I do? You have to think he's dead, Catherine. That way you give yourself at least half a chance of living. No doors will open. I can't. Then you have to wait. But it's been three months now, and like I said, even a day is a long time. Waiting. Don't wait. Let me look after you, Catherine. There's Alfred, I know. But please let me. Don't go back. I shan't go back home. Not to Whitby. I'll make my home here. You will? I'll wait for Michael. If forever. Please. Go now, Pip. Yes. Of course, whatever you say. Friends, Pip, aren't we? Friends? Oh, yes. Pip, uh, come in, come in. Thomas? Uh, sit down. No, it's all right, thank you. Um, something you have to, to, to tell me? Yes, Tom. If you were still looking for an ex-runner to work with, and if you had an eye to the detective division, I'd like us to apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Oswald, take my hand! I, I, I can't! Sasha, hold on! I, I can't! It's all over, Matt! Made the gods' hands! Advertisement for the personal column of the Melbourne Argus. A handsome reward will be given to any person who can furnish such information as will discover the fate of my son, Oswald Arthur Nettlefield, who sailed from Sao Paulo on the 20th of April, 1825, in the ship the Isabella, and has never been heard of since. It's 14 years ago, Mother. A report reached England to the effect that a portion of the crew and passengers was picked up by a vessel bound to Melbourne, Australia. But, Mother... Shh, it's all right, Dodie. It is not known whether the said Oswald Arthur Nettlefield was among the drowned or saved. He would at the present time be about 39 years of age, is of a delicate constitution, rather tall, with very light brown hair and blue eyes. Mr Nettlefield is the son of Arthur Nettlefield, now deceased, and is heir to all his estates. He's not dead. My pet lamb will come back one day. I know he will. His mother's been putting an advertisement in the Melbourne Argus for, for 14 years, Pip, and, and, and he's to turn... Turned up? Well, somebody's to turned up three months ago. The trouble is, not everyone believes it's Oswald. The Yard got in touch, did they? Uh, no, uh, not exactly. I, I got in touch with them. Oh? Oswald's sister, Dodie, is, is, is a friend of my intended, Florence. Uh, Dodie wants me to meet her tomorrow. The Yard says it seems worth looking into. Well, first case then, eh? <laughs> well, here I am. Pip Shepherd, all set to working with a peeler. Who'd have thought it? No more than I'd have thought of working with a B Bow Street runner three months ago. You don't mind my seeing uh, Dodie by myself first, do, do, do you care? No. She's n n nervous, you, you understand. I'm moving in here tomorrow anyway. Did you? Well, I had to leave the Bow Street lodgings, didn't I? Nowhere else. Oh, uh, 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 of course. Um, oh, well, what, what, what better place, eh? <laughs> New beginnings all round. New, new beginnings. <laughs> Easter. Here's to an happy new year for everyone! <laughs> well, happy new year, P Pip. Happy new year, Tom! <laughs> London Particulars by John Peacock With Todd Carty as Pip Shepherd and Charles Simpson as Thomas Tedman Play 2 A Cuckoo in the Nest I hope you'll be comfortable. Catherine's our room, eh, Mrs Vermelo? Not still in it by any chance. Oh, you know very well Mr Vermelo likes to keep, keep a nice house. Well, he does. Only kidding you. Not left, is she? No, she's gone to Whitby for Christmas. See her parents. I've taken her on to help me with the running of the place since Mr Vermelo's not been too bright. When she comes back, she's moving into our private quarters. She'll do any laundry you might need, otherwise anything you want to do yourself, there's a pump in the yard. And how is she? She's very well. Her boyfriend, Michael Tovey's not turned up, if that's what you mean. But she's much more settled and I hope she stays that way. 
There'll be no problems with me, Sarah. I never thought there would be. I care too much for her. I know. But you must find someone else. I hope she's not the reason you've decided to stay with us. Oh, no. Got me eyes set somewhere else already. Good. And your little boy, Alfred. If you ever wanted to bring him here to stay for a few days, I'm sure we could sort something out. As I told Florence, he says he's Oswald. Mother believes him, of course. She's absolutely convinced. She dotes on him. And so does my brother, Ned. But you don't? No. Not enough to let him claim father's entire estate, which he will do if mother has her way. He has all the right answers, but doesn't remember very much of life before the shipwreck at all. She's having open house in the country for a few days to introduce him to family and friends. Party on the first night, and we're joining the hunt on the last day. You and Florence wouldn't join us, would you, Thomas? With your experience of human nature, Tom, you could wheedle out a cuckoo at 200 paces. Uh, Any help uh, you could give would be much appreciated. Uh, are, are you asking me as a p policeman, Dodie? Well, I... no. As a friend of mine, Tom, for old time's sake. Uh, They'll know you're the son of Judge Tedman, but that's all. I don't want them to know you're a policeman. If I find something is wrong, I, I should have to represent the law. For, for my part, that is why I shall be there. And why I have received per permission to be there. Yes, I understand that. I, I, and if I do come, I'll, I'll be bringing along my new p partner. Your Bow Street runner? He could be there as your manservant. Well, I... I it's I perfect! What's his name? It's, it's, it's Pip. Pip, 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 Pip Shepherd. Let me know where, and I'll pick you both up in my carriage on Friday morning. I'll put you on top of that wall. <laughs> Come here! <laughs> Lucy, what are you doing? It's not safe up there. Get down. Will you get her down, sir? Of course. Oh, now look what you've done to the gentleman's shirt. Uh, it was all my own fault. I apologise, Mrs Cook. It was me that started the larking. All this excitement. There'll be tears before bedtime. Oh, I hope not. Get back in our own yard, Lucy. Oh, Ma! <laughs> don't you go winking at her. She must learn to do as she's told. Go on now, Lucy. In. You called me by my name. How did you know it? You were in the bar on New Year's Day. I saw you. I liked you. So I asked someone. You're the Bow Street runner, aren't you? So we were disbanded, yeah. Oh, of course, I'm sorry. Oh, I've something in the offing. Well, then. A man with something in the offing can't afford to lose a shirt. If you bring it round, I'll see it's mended for you. Oh, I wouldn't want to bother you. Other side of the wall, that's where I live. Above the Chandler's shop. Bring it around tonight. Pip! Come in, Thomas. I can't do that. Not tonight. Well, any night, then. I'll close my shop at eight o'clock. Bag packed and ready? Yes, Thomas. Got the carriage waiting. Carriage? Uh, Florence's. I thought we should arrive in style, eh? Is that all you got? Uh, yes. Oh, come on, then. <clears throat> Thomas was uh, telling me the Netterfields made their money from cocoa and chocolate. Don't know much about it myself. It comes in beans, doesn't it, Florence? I believe. That's what Oswald was doing when he disappeared, buying supplies. Went down in a sea of cocoa, eh? <laughs> that is, if they had a chance to load it up. 
When did you last see Oswald? He came to my 14th birthday party. What was he like? Not very nice, if I remember. Spoiled. Do you think you'll know it's him? I'm not sure. Well, his mother says he is. And you'd think she'd know, wouldn't you? Well, even after for 14 years? Even if she'd never seen him for 44 years. Why'd you say that? If I hadn't seen my boy for 14 years, there'd be... Well, I know there'd be something to signify. Your boy? Pip has a son, uh, Alfred. I'd like to think so, at any rate. Where is Alfred? Does he live with you at the uh, hotel? No. Is he with his mother? His mother died giving birth to him. He's three now. He lives down in Kent with me parents. Oh, Pip, I'm sorry. Tell me about her. Honestly, Florence, I... It's all right, Tom, I'd like to. I haven't talked to her in a good while. Her name was Mary. And she was as pretty as a picture. You weren't there, Reverend. If you'd only heard the way Oswald called me mother on that first meeting at Gravesend. Calm yourself, Mother. It was a reconciliation to shame the prodigal son. Who was he now? Ned will verify. Ned, tell the Reverend. It was very moving. However moving, I should not think of killing the fatted calf just yet, Marjorie. Is my horse ready? It's on its way, sir. Did you not notice the marked resemblance to his father? The turn of the chin? The hold of the head? I can't say I did. But he's certainly stouter. There's no doubt in my mind. He's an imposter. The man is a charlatan. He knows neither the biblical verses he learnt as a boy, nor has he any recollection of our last meeting. And by her own account, did he not walk past Dodie, his very own sister, without showing one smidgen of recognition? That's right, Mother, he did. Oswald remembers very little of his life before the shipwreck. But Ned is convinced by him, and so am I. Do you doubt the recognition of a brother and a mother? I do, Marjorie. I am afraid you are suffering a great self-delusion. We shall see. But I would not have wished you such a Jeremiah in this time of great reunion and happiness for me. That must be Florence's coach. I will go and leave you to greet your guests. Mind your step, Florence. Ah, uh, Ned! Tom! Haven't seen you since Eton. Welcome to Nettlefield. Crumbling ruin that it is. Mother, this is Florence Hatfield. How do you do? How do you do? And you remember Thomas Tedman? I'm so glad Dodie invited you both. Mrs Nettlefield. Uh, this is Pip, uh, Mr Pip Sh Shepherd. Get him to take your bags upstairs, eh? And you and I will open a bottle. Oh, it's all right, Pip. I, I can take them. Oh, thank you, Tom. What did he say? He, he said thank you. No, I mean, what did he call you? What? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Thank you, Master Thomas. Damn well think so, too. And Jane? Yes, Miss Dodie? You can show Mr Shepherd to his room. Back of the stables. I wouldn't be in my job long if I spoke to Miss Dodie like that. It's all right. We have an understanding, Tom and me. <laughs> the room's through here. There you go again with your Tom. Only in private, of course. <laughs> Tom! I would never choose to call him by that name in public. I should think not. You ought to try it yourself sometime. Oh, good night, Dodie. She'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a nice room. I come in here when I want to get away from people. Better company horses than folk most of the time. You look after Miss Dodie then, do you? Usually, but I've been put to looking after Mr Oswald's young lady while she's here. Miss Cora. Don't see much of her mind. And Mr Oswald? Oh, no, not him at all. 
Mrs Nettlefield keeps him well and truly under wraps. She got him out of his room this morning to meet the vicar, and it caused such a hullabaloo he went straight back in again. She'll be up there now, getting ready for the unveiling tonight. Half the town's coming. I would not care were he the Archbishop of no, Canterbury himself, even. nor the Pope even. That vicar will never be admitted to this house again. He has so upset Oswald. And just when he was coming out of himself, just when I felt his mind was beginning to see the light... Mother, don't you think you might be believing what you want to believe rather than the truth? Of course I want to believe he's my son, whoever he is. But he is, Dodie. He is Oswald. The Oswald I held in my arms as a child. The Oswald who followed in his father's footsteps. The Oswald of the shipwreck, cut off from those he loved these 14 years in Wagga Wagga. And I would know him anywhere. The very spit of his father. Why can't you see it? The finest figure of a man you ever saw. He even has his father's beard. And here are you, my daughter and the church, rallied against me to prove me wrong. <laughs> you, you can't believe he's after the estate. He has everything he wants. Money, looks, betrothed to an enchanting, accomplished young lady. Musical, poetic. few words, Pet. I'm not one for saying much, Mother. I... I know, Pet Lamb, but it's expected. I, uh... <clears throat> I'm so happy to be here with you today, surrounded by so many faces that I would have thought, had I a memory, I should never see again. Fourteen years is a long time. <coughs> and most of my life, before the sinking of the Isabella, is lost to me. Uh, but already I, I can feel old friends tugging at my memory. <laughs> Nan there, whose books I carried to school. Professor Trickett, <laughs> who taught both Ned and me. And some not here. Reverend Chandler, whose verses, taught to me as a child, were comfort in my darkest hours. Soon, in the bosom of my family and with the support of my dearest Sweet-voiced Cora, I'm sure it will seem as I've never been away. Memories of South America, of Australia, gone forever. I will finally thank my beloved mother, who never gave up hope 
and whose prayers and mine have finally been answered. Oh, Oswald. Music. Oswald and Cora will start the dance. Cora? Oswald. What do you think of Cora? Oh, not a lot. Slatternly. Clearing up for her is worse than a spring clean. She just steps out of everything, leaves it where it lies, doesn't even bother to unbutton things. Soon as there's an old big enough for her to get her head through, it's off. <laughs> get shot in a button fire, eh? See? <laughs> Look at this one. Not just a button off, that's torn. Best linen. I'm supposed to wash and mend all these. Ruined. Calls herself a lady. I see. And you know something? Every single thing that she wears is brand new. Made in London. From her ankies to her nick... Nether garments. Knickers? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And her cases as well, all brand new. Towels, linen. Why do you think that is then? I don't know. But why didn't she bring anything from Australia with her? Now there's a thing. And there's another. What is it? Your cocoa. We have to have it every night to remember what we owe our employment to. Oh. <laughs> I don't care what you do with yours. I always throw mine down the sink. Funny thing, that. Just like my old man. People swear he was in the whiskey business. Why? Because I have a drop every night. <laughs> Would you like to join me? Oh, thank you very much. Very kind. I shan't throw this down the plug hole. So what do you think, Fla? Don't call me that. Sorry, sorry, uh, Florence. Um, what do you think? Don't stop dancing. About what? Oswald. You, you danced with him. Yes. So, well, what do you think? Did did you dance with the true Oswald Nettlefield? Well, or not? Yes. You did. I'm sure it's him, Tom. Well, how, how do you know? Well, I. No, seriously. Seriously, I'm sure it's him. Is it something he said? No, it's something I don't think it could possibly know to do if he wasn't Oswald. Oh, but what? Shh, keep dancing. Oh, Florence. Trust me. Let me be sure first. <laughs> Tisn't him. How do you know? Cook says. And Cook's been here since Master Oswald was a little boy. But how does she know? Oh, Cooks know everything. So if Cora came from Australia, like she says, why did she bring nothing with her? Everything she wears is new. Everything bought in London, and her cases. Everything. New. Oh, maybe she's as wealthy as Oswald says, but what has she seen him? Not much. Only shook his hand. Just like holding a wet coddling. Hmm. Cora's gone back to London. Tonight? As soon as the party finished, business trip, she said, had to be there early morning. Anyway, I'm having a word with Chandler tomorrow, local vicar. The story is he's been banned from the house since he dared doubt Oswald's authenticity. See if I can get more family background. What shall I do? I, I, I think you should go to London. See if you can find out anything else about Cora. Just, just, just make sure you're back in time for the, uh, the hunt on Monday. Uh, I, I don't know where you make a start. Um... Don't worry. I've got an idea or two.
rub a dub dub rub a dub dub Don't you rub a dub me. I'm all behind. Oh, I shall stick to Coco in future. Nice, though, eh? <laughs> Taking advantage of a young girl. I did nothing of the kind. <laughs> I know. And I wouldn't have minded. Wouldn't you? Well, it was nice of you not to. Those Miss Coras? No, I've done them. They're on the line. These are Miss Dodies. On the line, eh? What did you want me for? Just to say I'm off back to town. Oh. But I'll see you tomorrow, eh? <laughs> More cocoa. <laughs> I don't know how you've got the nerve coming to see me. I know. Looking for a job, are you? Now they've got rid of the Bow Street runners. I only take on girls. You want Mary, number 43. She takes on Nancy's. You're a dress ira, and it's something I need to know, Dolly. Oh, yeah. You all come here when you want something. You don't care, sod all otherwise. I'm sorry, Dolly. Time's bad, eh? Oh, can't tell you how bad. Not if I tried. However hard. Losing Ethel, what did it for me? Best friend I ever had, Ethel. No new girls worth tuppence. Yeah, well, anyway, don't mind me. How's that young lady? You mean Catherine? Yeah. Her young man ever show, Michael Tovey? Not yet. Nor never will, if you ask me. So, what do you want? Drop us something short? No, thanks, Dolly. I think I might. I need your help. If I wanted a wire or buy some really splashy clothes in a hurry, where'd I go? Mm. Here, got this nice uh, bit of rose silk. Just come in. New and all. Well, new makes no difference. No, Dolly. Really splashy. All new made. Every item of clothing. Fit for a lady. Oh. Can't think much of her if you're hiring them, can you? Well, is that all the help you can give me? Got a lady's... Uh... Undergarment here. Oh, you're a dark horse. Not your cat. Now, it's the maker I want, Dolly. The initials LL on it. See? I'll give it here. Oh, chemise, eh? Oh, LL London. Fine cotton. Oh, there's a stain here. Cocoa. Oh, soon remedied. It's all and all. No matter. LLA. Looks quality till you see the stitching. Nah, nah. That's Lydia Lamotte, Brewer Street. On hire, is it? Yeah, she only dare I stuff for 48 hours. Else it falls off your back and you're left standing in your wear with horse. Lily Lamotte, eh? Brewer Street. If that's what you want, I've told you. I see. Thank you, Dolly. There is something else. Thought there might be. Couldn't get into the rose silk, could you? <laughs> Dirty. Worth a few guineas. Oh, how many's a few? Five. <sighs> Rose silk, eh? A couple of hours, maybe, with a deal of whalebone, a bit of letting out. Then listen, this is what I want you to do. Oh, Mr. Tedman, you wouldn't be asking me to betray the secrets of my oldest friends, would you know? However ill-advised they may be at this time. Miss Dodie said I may c confide in you? Oh. So you're acting on Miss Dodie's behalf, are you? Y yes, yes, yes. Well, the Nettlefield estate is in a terrible mess. You see, 14 years ago, when the Isabella was lost at sea with a full cargo, it was carrying the hopes for all the family. 
Indeed, the shock killed Arthur. He could no longer face life. He had Ned, a ne'er-do-well son, and Dodie. Everything he had was left to Oswald should he return. Uh, and if he didn't return? Uh, why, then the fortune was to bypass a generation and be held in trust for the firstborn male child of either Dodie or Ned uh, when they reach their 21st birthday. So who handles the everyday b b business affairs? Uh, the family solicitor and myself. Ah. But nothing can be sold, be land or businesses. And it's just about covering itself. But not for much longer. The Marshalsea, the debtor's prison, lies just around the corner. So if Oswald were to m materialise, then, then the family's financial problems would, would be over? Oh, that would depend. On what? Why, on Oswald. Everything would be his to do with as he wished. Hmm. Why are you so sure that the man purporting to be Oswald is, is an imposter? I gave me tangible reasons to Marjorie Nettlefield. But spiritually, there is no similarity. And you are convinced? Absolutely. Hmm. How, how would you physically describe Oswald Nettlefield as, as you last saw him 14 years ago? He was about six foot two. Fair-haired with blue eyes, lean, oh, and with weak hands. He had a terrible weak grip, like his father. So shaking his hand was like, was like holding a wet c coddling. <laughs> well, you could say that, yes. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, madam. Can I be of service to you? I want to see Miss Lamotte. I've come on behalf of Miss Cora Delaney. This chemise, it was part of an order for Monsieur Nettlefield. Yes, for my mistress. That is so. Beautiful. Is it not beautiful? Yes, except as how it has unfortunately got a tear on the buttonhole and cocoa on it. Well, I do not know what we can do with it. She don't want it cleaning, pet. She wants to buy a new one. Ah, then there is no problem. Where shall I deliver it? Mr. Laney is at the moment residing in the country. Then I shall send it there, yes? Um, or to the London address. W would that be uh, St. James's apartment? No. The clothes were delivered to Mr. Nettlefield at a gentleman's club, the Coal Hole, just off the Strand. Afraid you can't go through there, sir. Club back there. Members only. I'll meet Mr. Nettlefield later. Didn't he say I was expected? Mr. Nettlefield. Very good, sir. Enjoy yourself. Thank you, thank you. Now, before our next song, a toast. Gentlemen, Adam's Root. Yeah, yeah. Which Eve planted in her little garden and which we all sprung from, eh? <laughs> Gentlemen, Adam's Root! William threw Marjorie down on the floor And with his stout gimlet began for to pour New here, aren't you, sir? I'm Bessie. Yes, I... Like uh... some comfort, would you, sir? Well, I'm... Sit down yonder, shall we? Glass of ale? Or rum, is it? You look like a rum man to me, sir. Well... <laughs> Don't say I'm mistaken. I should be so disappointed. Well, I... I... Well, what, sir? Well, I, I, I wouldn't want that. 
rum for our friend Jenny and a gin for me. Sit alongside you, shall I, sir? Uh, <laughs> cosy and tosh, eh? There. Uh, oh, um... All cosy and tosh. <laughs> rum and a gin. Thank you, Jenny. What is it, sir? Not to your liking, am I? There are lots of other girls. I shan't take offence. We all help each other here. No, it's just... Something familiar. Who are you looking for? A girl called Cora. There's only one Cora works here and she's standing right in front of you. What? That's her, singing. What? without any humming. There I told you, said she, there was somebody coming. Cora! Well, you've seen her now, and she's seen you. So what's wrong with me being friendly with Mr Nettlefield? And what's it got to do with you? That's what I want to know. He's employing me. And if I get some pretty clothes out of it, so what? You said you were from Australia. I'm an actress. It's a job. I can be from wherever anybody wants me to be. I've played rummer parts than this. It's just so bleeding boring in the country. It's all right for a day out, but... Who are you, anyway? <laughs> are you playing silly beggars? I'm Mr Tedman's manservant on a night out. And it's time for me to go. Oh, uh, I'd be... Uh, I'd be very much obliged if you'd tell no-one about this. Well, about seeing me here. And I'd be much obliged, Miss Cora. If you do the same. Pip! It's a deal then. Hey, my Pip, fancy seeing you here. I'm afraid you've got me wrong, sir. Oh, no, no, it's Bert. Nightwatch, Mayfair. You're mistaken, sir. Oh, la di da, too snotty for old mates now and the peelers, eh? Peelers? I tell you, sir, you are mistaken. Uh, oh, uh, I see. Uh, uh, sorry, sir. Uh, now I sees you in a better light, I, I can tell you're not the fella I took you for. I beg your pardon. Sorry to intrude. <laughs> Going so soon, sir. Nothing taking your fancy. I'll be obliged if you'd not mention my being here to Mr. Oswald. Mr. For your trouble. Thank you, sir. But who's Mr. Oswald? Miss Cora's gentleman friend. Oh, you mean Mr. Nettlefield? Yes. Mr. Ned Nettlefield. Ned? I know of no other. Thank you. Bessie, tell Jenny to go on for me. I can't stay. Got to get back to the country. Who's there? A poor man with a torn shirt that needs mending. Pip Shepherd? It is. And I'm glad to see you. Come inside. Well now. Is it the man or the shirt that needs looking to? A little bit of both, I reckon. Lucy's asleep. I should hope so. Oh. It's no good looking at me like that. Don't you like to be looked at like this? I can do without that nonsense. You're too cocky by half. Isn't cocky the way you like me? And that way of talking doesn't suit you either. The sooner they get you in the new police, the safer it will be for all of us. Come on. 
drink this. What makes you think I'm going to become a peeler? I'd heard you'd applied, haven't you? Working with some judge's son. I'm sick of peelers already. Tired of it. I was better off with Toby and the Bow Street Runners. Same class. We knew how each other felt. This is different. Isn't that why they've put you together? My husband used to say he'd never go to sea again. Nine years ago. He came on shore and sweet talked me into marrying him. A year later he was gone. Back to the sea. Leaving me with the child. It's his way of life. Do you mean what you're saying any more than he did? Maybe not. I don't know. But it's how I feel at the moment. Well then. Don't you hear from him? Oh. He sends me a bit of money now and then. I never know where from. We loved each other. But it's something that's done with. Widow cook? <laughs> I'm no widow. I'm an abandoned wife with a chandler shop off Seven Dials. And highly profitable, I've no doubt. Make some trader a good wife. It's not being a wife I'm after. I've let you in because I like you. The child likes you. She's no more sense than I have. If you need some fun, you're good-looking and kind enough for me. But that's all. You don't have to promise me anything, and I'm sure that I'll promise you the same. Comfort? Comfort? It's cold out there, isn't it, Pip? Awfully cold. I should be going. What? Going back there tonight. Come here. But I... Let me take that shirt. There's a hunt. I, I just... I have to get back. I know. I know. You're looking very perky for five o'clock in the morning. Just got here, I expect. Something like that. Tom been asking for me. Master Thomas. Well, as he? <laughs> Not this morning. He was expecting you last night. Yes, I know. Hmm. Should think he's still asleep. Terrible time we've had here. Why? What's happened? Miss Cora came back. Cora? Early hours. Hired a carriage, by all accounts. Oswald found her at three o'clock coming out of Mr Ned's bedroom. Should have heard it. He called Mrs Nettlefield. She went mad. Whole out in uproar. Said they'd been talking. Oh, I've heard it called some rum things, but... And I've lost one of her chemises. You duped your brother. Seduced the woman he loves under his own roof. In the very next but one bedroom. We only talked of what may affect all of us. I mean, what if someone had set about to prove he was not my brother? Lies! What are you calling me, lout? I'm not calling you anything. If he's my son, which I swear before God he is, then he's your brother. Oh, heaven forbid, what does that make me? Some trollop! Oh. I should have known. Your father was right. He cut you off without a penny because of your dissolute ways. You blaspheming, drunken, womanising slop tub! rather have anyone for a son than you, Ned. And that's the truth of it. Oh, 
you're doing, Pip. But I don't. You're only tightening a few straps, for, for goodness sake. Can you see Ned? He's over with Cora. She's not riding. So, we, we know that Ned set Cora up as, as, as Oswald's intended? Yes. Does Oswald know that? Well, he must do. Because he tells everybody she came from Australia with him. Which she didn't. Pip, get into Ned's room. See what, you, see what you can find. Uh, papers, anything. Uh, stirrup cup, Pip. What? Take my stirrup cup. Charlie ho eh, Thomas? For? Not yet. If I tell you, well, there's a secret compartment behind the top drawer of the tall boy. I'll show you. Well, well, the cuckoo's caught. Mr. Matthew Stanger. They've caught the scent! Ah! Oswald! Oswald! My Oswald! It's bolted! It's all right, Mother. It's not! Oh, Oswald! Ah! He'll fall! Leave it to me! On my... No, Thomas! Hang on, Oswald! Thomas! No. He isn't falling, and he won't fall, will he, Dodie? You were right all along, always right. Never one for saying much, but always right. Let's go back to the house, Mother. Mother! Mother! Such a fool that my Oswald should be imitated by such a dolt. You're a charlatan, an imposter. Even I couldn't make myself believe your claptrap any longer. Mother! Oh, shut your clack with your mother this and your mother that. You think I'm a fool? I don't mind making myself look slightly foolish to save the estate and the family name, but I'm not going to make myself look fit for a lunatic asylum. I trusted you. I made myself believe everything. I would have done anything for you. I even turned Ned from the house. I backed up your stupid lies. I swore I saw family resemblances in all your particulars, even though you looked no more like my dearest Arthur than that sideboard. What are you going to do? There are some gentlemen here who want to ask you a few questions. Detective Police Officer Shepherd. Detective Police Officer Tedman! Yes, you may gawp and send for the others too. Let them all be here to see your shame. Matthew Stanger. I, I believe that is your true name. Am I c c correct? Yes. 
And did you know the real Oswald N Nettlefield? Yes, I was with him on the Isabella. And that's how you knew about his hands. You wrote that in your first letter. Mrs Nettlefield. It was the hands. It was about the hands that convinced me, that made me believe him. I also. The last time I saw Oswald was at my 14th birthday party. He danced with me. He could not hold hands as one does, nor guide. I, I was with him when the ship went down. He was swept over the side. He tried to hold me, but he had no grasp. And Ned! What were you to get out of all this? He made Matthew Stanger sign this agreement, giving in... Control the... of the estate once it was his. I'm glad Florence went back to, to town with Dodie. Oh? I meant to propose marriage to her this weekend. Never did. I kept her waiting so long. Lovely and fresh. Uh, country air. Thought it would do the... Trick. T trick for me. <laughs> Not my kind of air, though. Country air. Nope. <laughs> now I'll try to ask her again. Once we're into town. Some tip-off. No sign of anything. I give it time. Three o'clock of a Friday morning, Oswell! Well, to too well, if you ask me. Maybe not. If that's all I think it is. Who? Nightwatch. Sean Flynn. Knew him when he was a runner in Bermondsey. Got kicked out for taking bribes. Half a crown to turn a blind eye? More than that. And here's the cart you've been waiting for. He's, uh, he's, he's talking to them. What's he up to? Probably giving them the all clear. Now remember, observation only. We want to see what they take and where they take it. That's all. They're too far away. We won't see anything. And your night watch is between them and us. All ready to give the alarm. Damn. Come on. <whistles> he's seen us, Tom. Never mind him. Go after the car. We've lost them. We can't have. It's a dead end. They must be here somewhere. Well, where then? I, I can't see them. Shh. There's a cart by the pier over there. Come on. Care careful. It's empty. There's nothing in it. There must be. See for yourself. And where is everybody? Well, they didn't come far. Went out of our sight for more than a, f a few minutes. They must have put it on a boat and gone off with it. Okay, can you see a boat? No. It's the low tide, anyway. Well, what the... It's a ruddy mystery. It is. Isn't it? London Particulars by John Peacock with Todd Carty as Pip Shepherd and Charles Simpson as Thomas Tedman. Play three, out on the drag. So, you 
You might as well have stayed in bed and saved yourselves a lot of time and trouble. Well, not exactly, sir. Then let's see where we're at. Here's the map. Tell me from the beginning. Well, uh, t two months ago, uh, they struck here, uh, silk merchant. Mm. Then here, uh, t tobacco. Um, here, pawn shop, uh, the minories. Mm. All within reach of the river. O only small stuff. Except, except two weeks ago, they took grappling irons and chains from a ship's merchants. Uh, here, just off Ratcliffe Highway. Mm. They always use small stolen carts and horses, sir, which are always found abandoned within easy reach of the river. So what happened last night? A false tipple? Oh, no, 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 no. It, 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 was, it was genuine. The Sparrow Tea and Coffee Warehouse, Cable Street. We followed them and found the cart within minutes of it being abandoned by the pier. But it, it was completely empty. Tea chests and coffee chests had disappeared into thin air. Did they use a boat? Low tide, sir. They just seemed to vanish. Did any of them see you? Could they recognise you again? No. But I recognise the night watch, sir. Sean Flynn. Ah. He seemed to be in on the job. He would be, wouldn't he? Must be hard up if they're employing him. We p picked him up this morning. Says he's Barney Harris. <laughs> well, we're going to have a word with him now, sir. Arrest him? Only as a last resort. So, Sean Flynn. Sure I don't know who you mean. Barney Harris. I know Sean Flynn. Who on earth is he? Young lad used to push a barrow in Spitalfields with his dad. When I worked the markets with mine. Knew over from Cork in those days. No, doesn't ring a bell at all. Later night watch, Bermondsey? No. Now, night watch whopping. Temptation too much, eh, Sean? Gone crook, have you? What do you know about it? What does your father, Gerard, know about it? He knows nothing. Nothing at all. Who are you? It's Pip, Sean. Pip Shepherd. Pip? Remember? No. And my dad's dead. Long gone. And mine. We know you were thrown out of the runners, Sean. Doing d d deals with thieves, handing the goods back, then splitting the reward money with them. Ah, uh, raking all that up. It was our lies. Petty. But you're into bigger things these days. You never took a top any bribe, did you? Did you never turn a blind eye? No. But I gave some. To the likes of you. You got away with that, but you won't get away with this. What'll it be? Oh, I don't know. The worst they can give you? Deportation, most likely. <laughs> but not back home. Not to Ireland. Maybe. So what do you want of me? I don't know anything. I'm just a lookout. I want you to introduce me to whoever pays you. I want you to get me on a job with you. I can't. You don't know who you're dealing with. If they found out, it would be the end for both of us. We want to find out who's behind the whole operation and you could clear the slate. You've no alternative. When? Tomorrow night. Where? The rat pit at the pear tree in Ratcliffe Highway. Tom, what are you doing here? I've been waiting. It's freezing. I thought you were never c coming. I had to see Susanna. Well, you, you didn't tell her anything, did you? Of course not. But you shouldn't be here. We said. We agreed. I, I, I know. I know. I, I won't come inside. I'll just. I'll just wait in case you need me. I'm not going to need you. You look more like a peeler than a peeler. Even togged down. It's too dangerous. Have you ever been to a place like this? Ever been to a rat killing? No, I, I, 
can't say I have, no, no. There'll come times when you'll be in places I've never been, that I can't handle, and I'll stay well out of them. I promise. Right, sir. Uh, good, good. You going to the tea warehouse tomorrow? Nine o'clock. Meet you back at the yard, noon. Right. Well, go on, then, before anybody sees you. Sean! Jesus. Are you sure you want to go through with this? Yes. I tell you, you don't know what you're letting yourself in for. Where is he? He's true there in the rat pit now. We call him Brock. Nobody knows his real name. He's got a bull terrier. Rat killer called Smiler. Do you sure now? Yes. But I think you could do with a glass first, couldn't you? To be sure. I could. I'll get him in. to drinking. You know the love I have for you, and that I don't care for any of you. This way, Pip. Give your orders, gentlemen. Smile, I smile. Here, all she got there. You can't put a barn rat in with a sewer rat. They'll eat each other alive. There he is over there. Do you see him? Standing by the pit. That's the one we call Brock. Put your arm in. Stir him up, Nobby. Right. Yeah. Let him see the rats a bit. Good dog. Last match for tonight. Dog Smiler. Twelve rats in a minute. Let him see him a bit before you let him loose. Yeah, who are you? Uh, th this is Mr. Shepherd Brock, Mr. Pip Shepherd. Sure, he's a pal of mine from years back. Grew up together, we did. Something me dad told me. Got to tantalise him, you see? Yeah. Hands over his eyes. All right. See a bit, and smell a bit. See? Nothing too much. Rearing to go, he is. Umpire! Ready! Stand by, smile up! Ready! One minute to kill 12 rats, and when I'll blow the whistle. Chuck him in, Brock! Go on, Sue! Shepherd's a friend of mine, Brock, looking for a spot of work. No, now, so see me off. Yes, after four horses. You shall have plenty of sport. And there'll be loads of rat killing. You get my meaning. I understand. Yeah. We need a lookout next Tuesday. Thank you, sir. A friend of Sean's is a friend of mine. He'll give you the when and the where. Come on, So why, Florence? Why did who do what? Your butler, you know. Edwards. Yes. Do what? Put me in here. I told him to. The library? Why? You said you weren't coming. You said you had to work. Yes, I know, but the things changed. Well, things haven't changed for me. Mother's having a concert party. We're right in the middle of it, and it's bad enough me leaving to meet you here without you bursting into the music room. Well, I... I... Everyone would turn round. I've been 
waiting for ages. I had to pick a suitable moment. I, I thought you'd be glad to see me. Yes, you always think that. But sometimes it's not convenient. And I think it's a little arrogant on your part, oh, Thomas. really? You think I should always be glad to see you, but sometimes I think I'm the last person you'd be glad to see. And on those occasions, I'm not supposed to mind. You know that's not true. It perfectly is. You said you couldn't see me tonight. Oh, I have to go to work with Pip. Can't leave Pip to face danger on his own. It's, it's not like that. Three hours later, you're back here. Oh, only because he thought it better he went alone. Only because. You see, you come to see me only because. Second best, you come to me. It's not a c competition. Only because. It looks like one to me. And at the moment, work's winning and I'm losing. Oh, bub bugger it, Florence. Thomas! You have never sworn to me before. I, I, I'm sorry, Florence, but... Oh, Fl 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 Florence, you're not going to cry, but... Oh, F Florence, I... It never used to be like this. It's not a competition. It's not. It, it, it's just, just that work is so important to me at the moment, and I, 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 I've got to make a success of it for, for both of us. I, I want to change things. But why? Why as a policeman? You could have been a lawyer. Your father wanted it so much. It wasn't right for me. Of course I could, but I, I wanted to do something on my own. Something that hadn't, hadn't been decided by him. I wanted to be more in, in, involved in, in, in learning about what causes crime, about putting things to rights, not, not just sitting behind a desk in a funny wig, dealing out punishments. I, I, I wanted to change things. I, 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 thought, I thought you'd want that for me. Yes. And, and to do that, I have to be t totally com committed to the work. Well, then... I, I do love you, Florence. And I love you. Come on. Give Thomas a kiss. No, Thomas, no. What? I've got to go back to the concert. And you can go home. If you mean what you say, come here next Sunday. Father's having a dinner party. Will you be able to come? Well, uh... Do you promise? Yes, uh, it, it's very difficult. I, I, Thomas, I... will you promise? All right, yes, yes, I, I promise. And will you ask him for my hand, then? Uh, y y yes. Good. And you really will, won't you? Yes, yes. <sighs> Good night, Tom. your bleeding horses, will ya? <coughs> Don't know why I'd bother with all these. They does you just the same. Hello? Uh, good morning. Could I speak to the owner of the premises, please? You are. Jesse Sparrow. And who are you? Detective Inspector T Thomas Tedman, Metropolitan Police. Oh, peeler, eh? Bit late, aren't you? Oh, suppose you better come in. Thank you. I can't open today. Done in. I, I can understand how you must be feeling. Can you? Well, I... Uh... Know what it's like to be a widow? Struggling on your own, making a living from non-toxicating beverages, do you? I, I, I understand it was t 
tea that was stolen and c coffee. And chocolate. Oh, and, and chocolate. Three chests of tea, four a coffee, two a chocolate. I see. I did me wind in and all, ruined me fittings, splintered the wood. See? Oh, um, yes. Insured, yes. of course. Oh, thank God I was upstairs, away from the hue and cry, or else Lord knows what would have happened. You live on the premises? I do. Not good on me feet. Retires early. Been here 30 years, never a worry. Well, Mrs Sparrow, if, if I could, could just take a few particulars... <laughs> Whatever obliges. <laughs> Nine chests were taken. So where'd it all go? I, I don't understand it. Anyway, they're doing Mr Isaacs the clothes exchange Sunday morning. Maybe we'll find out there. The c clothes exchange? There's a delivery of goods on a Friday before. High-class stuff, mind. Leather breeches, wigs, buckskins. You sure? Certain. I'm meeting them at 10 o'clock in the morning. Corner of Petticoat Lane and Whitechapel. We'll get to the exchange around 8.30, uh, tell Isaacs and hide in the shop. Get him to stack the stuff as near the window as he can. Well, uh, in the window, maybe? If it's possible. How many of you? Half a dozen. And two more outside. Size of the carts they've been using shouldn't be more than four of us. One cart, one horse. Place will be b b buzzing. Busy. Yeah, that's it. Can't be that quick a getaway. You should follow them at a drop this time. See you at Mr Isaacs. Ebony a glass, ebony a glass, sparkly lemonade. Ebony a glass, ebony a glass, sparkly lemonade. Lovely fried fish. Yes, indeed, I shall be glad to sell you one coat, sir. Now, this one is just your size. It's very cheap. Was made by a tip-top schnipper. Ah, I'll leave you for a moment. Gentlemen. Is, is everything all right, Mr Isaacs? No, it's not all right. You can rid me of that woman out there with a the stinking fish. Lemonade, I don't mind. Robbers, I don't mind. But that smell, oi. Gets in the clothes. She, uh, she one of you, is she? No, sir, she's a fried fish seller. Well, can't you get rid of her anyway? I'm afraid I mustn't draw attention to myself, sir. What for is a policeman? Uh, now, now, sir, we'll need three plainclothes men inside the shop as customers Realistic, yes? Very, sir. Ah, but will they buy anything? Coconuts! 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 Ready with the hooks, boys? Coconuts. On the car now. Sort stay on it. Yes, Mr Shepard here will sort the food and see the coast is clear. Ready? Come across, hooks, have you, Pip? Don't know what you mean. Been in the Navy, have you? No. These are what you call grappling hooks. What they use in action at sea. The three hooks in the end of these chains batten onto your enemy ships. We're going for bales of materials here. Smash it in the shop window, hook up the bales and cart them off. It's called going out on the drag. Oh. See, I've learnt something from you, Pip, and you've learnt something from me. Off you go, then. Let's get started and educate you some more. Fueling on a wall opposite Mr Isaacs means we're all right. Where do you take him after? That's for us to know and you to find out. Scram! Right you are. Once we know we can trust you, that is. Here up then. Easy does it. Business as usual, then, sir. Ha! Usually, says 
Just see none of my stocks damaged. And returned? Yes? I'm going to be in the window guarding every b bale, Mr. Isaacs. Uh, excuse me? A customer? Uh, not one of yours? Uh, uh, how much is this here? I won't pound five. I can't give you above half the money. Half the money? Twelve and six? I can't take that. What above twelve and six will you give me for it? Oh, will you give me eighteen? There's the signal. All clear. Yeah! <laughs> Twelve and six, I bid. Shan't give you a penny more. Well, come on, give us your money. I've got my rent to pay. Here they come. Look, ready, men! Look, throw the orc! Go! Go! Look out, Mr. Isaacs! Ah! 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 Tom! Ah! I'm Pip! Ah! Oh, my shoulder! I'm caught! Help me! Sean. Please, help, come on! Help me! Thank you, Sean. What are you doing? You won't get away with it! Get short of him, Sean! What are you doing? Ah! No pistols! We sell no pistols! Lost them, Will. Speedy. Speedy. What we do with the peeler? Get us out. Bring it with us. Uh, Mr. Shepard? Yes? I'm very sorry, but this is not for your eye. What do we do now? <clears throat> Get them both out. Quick, before they come round. Right. Pistol. Give me the pistol. Never take a pistol. What have I always said? Yes, sir. Oh, man. Stupid bastard. Frightened of something. Up to something. No, God's truth, nothing at all. So, the peelers know. We've got a squealer, have we? Nobody leaves. We sleep here tonight. What about Pip? He stays with us now he's come this far. Nobody leaves. What about the peeler? Tie him up. He goes down below with the goods. I see to him, sir. You do that, Sean. Pill help once he comes round. I'll go and get instructions. See what's happened to Mr. Isaacs. Get some scran so as we don't starve. It's all roll soon if Mr. Isaacs has copped it. Oh, it's all roll. Now then. out so we wouldn't see where we were going so where are we i'm not telling you pip for your good as well as mine i've fulfilled my part of the bargain where's thomas is he all right he's badly hurt he's tied up down there through that door come on then after you tied up does that mean there's a way out go down and lock the door after you what there's a grill behind the bales sean i'm sorry i can't help you anymore sean Is that you, Pip? Don't worry, Tom. Everything's gonna be all right. 
Edwards, has Mr. Tedman arrived yet? I'm afraid not, Miss Florence. <sighs> oh, Thomas. Well, well. It's all here. Aladdin's cave. Uh, not, not quite everything. Tea chests, coffee chests, they're not here. Your shoulder? Bad, Pitt, really bad. I can't move my arm at all. Let me see. We've got to get out of here. Where to? Where, where, where are we? There's a grill. Behind the bales. Oh, that's, it's over there. Oh, the stench. That sewers. Rock. God help us. What do we do? Not much choice. It's too late now. We'll need this torch. No, you, you, you'll have to go. Leave me here. What do you take me for, Thomas? You think I'll abandon you? Come on. I, I can't hold on. Don't worry. I've got you. Just let go. I, I, I trust me. Now, hang on, it's slippy as hell. It's opening out a bit. Old inspection chamber. Look, there's a grating. It's too high. It's not good. We. I could be wandering around for hours. You should have left me. This is the old system. See how the walls are caved in. We need the main run. But which way? It's only a rat. Come on, Tom. I can't. Pip, you go to find a way to come back for me, eh? No, no. Not now. It's the only thing. Just, just remember the way you're going. I'll, I'll wait here. Right. Mm. We'll stay put. I'll have to take the tools. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Must link up somewhere. Ah, oh, here. Air current. Yes. This is it, the main sewer. Tom! Next Tedford! Do you hear me? If you want to see your peeler friend alive again, you'll keep your mouth shut. The light's gone. It's as black as pitch. Anybody there? Hey, it's Joe Simmons, Shawman. Yes. Hello. No light. Keep talking. Don't know where I am. Can't find a way. I can see your light now. Just a glimmer. That's all right then. Ah. Pip. 
Pip Shepard, glad to see uh, you, sir. Oh, you look all but done in. Never a stranger more welcome. Uh, best get you out of here before you fall down, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Come on, son. Uh, not far. Oh, smell the air. It's a bit sweeter, eh? <laughs> Means we're nearing the river. <coughs> Where's he live? I don't know. It's no good asking him. Ask what's his name? Thomas. Yeah, the peeler. Frighten him a bit and he'll keep him quiet. Don't want to harm him, no, do we? Since when you've been so particular? Since Isaac snuffed him. Or says he's our insurance. Want to keep him healthy. Nobody's going to bother about what we does to Sean, are they? <laughs> so you go and play nurse at the young Tom. And smile or a mill, I'll soon hear a few questions. Don't. Please. <laughs> Not yet, Smiler. Got to tantalise you, haven't we? And what Pip said, let him see a bit before you let him loose. So, hands over your eyes. Please. See a bit and smell Nothing too much. Oh, where it be going? So, where does Mr. Shepard live? yourself on that. Uh, oh, smells nothing. Soon go. Nothing so bad as you thinks. <laughs> Some places in the old sewers they says there's uh, this foul air. Foul air. Instantious death, says they. <laughs> but if there was such a thing, you think I'd know something about it. I worked in the sewers looking for scrap this 20 year I have. First time you found a peeler though, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> right you are. <laughs> hey, normally it's them finding us, eh? <laughs> Will you, will you have some tea before you go? No, thank you, Joe. Well, have a rest or...? No, I'll best be off as soon as I can. Visit to make. But I'll bring the clothes back. For which, many thanks. It's police business, Miss Florence. Yes, but where is he? I'm sorry, I, I can't tell you anything. He was to see my father last night, to ask permission for us to marry. Yes, that much I know. But it's the nature of the work, Miss Florence... Please excuse me. I just come on his behalf to say he's sorry that he wasn't here. It's so silly. May sound so. But why? That's all I can say. So, is he all right? I mean, when will he be back? Soon as is humanly possible. I'm sorry, Miss Florence. I have to go. Yes. I'm really sorry. Pip, does he talk to you about me? He says you're to be married. Has he ever told you that he loves me? He wouldn't tell me that, Miss Florence. It's not in his nature. Well, what do you think? Do you think he does? Well, I, um... I... Do you think we'll be happy together? Since my wife Mary died, I don't know what's best for me, let alone other people. But will it always be like this? Forever after, not knowing where he is, when I will see him, worrying about him? I think you already know the answer to that, Miss Florence. <laughs> What, what are you going, going to do with me? That depends. If everybody behaves themselves and we all get away from here with our precious cargo, you'll go free. If not, you'll end up by the Thames, alongside soon, with a smile from here to here. But people bring help. Trust him, do you, Thomas? Yes. Where do you think he'll go first? 
Hotel Dieppe, we think. <laughs> How did, did you know? There's somebody there waiting for him to turn up. Right now. Pip! Hello, Catherine. What's the matter? You look worn out. Oh, it's just work, you know. Man been asking after you. What? Don't look round. Just tell me. Is he still here? He went out, but he's followed you back in. Where is he? Standing at the other end of the bar. Catherine, this is important. Will you do something for me? If I can. Go up to my room, will you? Pack a few things for me. Why? Whatever do you... Please, I can't explain. Just do as I ask. Put the bag outside in the yard. The corner between the wall and the privy. All right. And something else. Will you go round to the Chandler shop? Susanna Cooks? Yes. You see, Susanna and me, we... It's all right, Pip. I'm meant to be going there tonight, but... I understand. I know. Don't worry. I'll do all you ask. Um, you'll take care, won't you, Pip? I'd hate Nothing I can't handle. Hello. Where are you off? Get a pie for Pip, Sarah. Oh, extra gravy in the pot. Hello, stranger. Our bed's not good enough for you these days, eh? It's work, Sarah. Can I get you anything? Two pints of wallop. Oh, Tom joining you, is he? Toby, I hope. I haven't seen him in an age. See nobody filches those pints, eh? Just going out of the back. Catherine, over here. Pip? Decided to come and wait. You got it? Yes. Where are you going? Over the wall. Just out of everybody's way for a bit. Take care. This is Bell's old room, next door to Ethel's. Not as big, but truth is I haven't the art to go into Ethel since she was done in. Have to one day, I suppose. Still, <laughs> I think sacred these days, you have to carry on. Besides, I need the money. She'd understand that. But this'll be fine, Dolly. What'd you say? Guinea a week? I only need it for a couple of nights. Or part of a week. Not too much to ask, is it? For a man with a wage? It's fine. Or something short before you retire. Got to be out early in the morning. Trouble? Something like that, Dolly. Oof. Night, pet. Excuse me not asking. I'm up to here with me own. Well, that's the old story, Joe. Now, you see these places I've marked with a cross? Yeah, yeah. These are all where the robbers abandon their cars. Oh, yeah. Have they any significance? Oh, yes, now, no, it's easy. They're all places alongside where the main sewer runs flow into the Thames. See, now, this is the one where we came out. Then there's this, the PR, then Cuckold's Point, and if you trace them all back, they meet here. Now, this should be the main inspection chamber you mentioned, where you left your friend. You see, there was Shawman. The sewers are like the streets are to you. All the landmarks, all roof falls, where the best gratings are. So can we find out where the cellar is? Oh, I think so, yeah. Now, following this map, you enter the chamber from the left of the main pool. So, we turn right here and run along here, along the old sewer route till it blocks off. And in view of all that, it's my belief you started off under Cable Street. Cable Street? West End of Cable Street. Does that mean anything to you? It does, Joe, yes. But I'm not sure what. Oh, 
the Sparrow Tea and Coffee Warehouse. Good morning, sir. And how can I help you? I'd like some drinking chocolate, please. Well, we're wholesale only, sir. You know that? Uh, yes. Anything special? Oh, I, uh, South American. Oh, yes. If you'll excuse me just a minute, sir. Too much to have a customer. Try again. Brock. They're under the warehouse. I'm off. Now then, look at... Would you help me? Just this once more, Joe. Oh, I don't have much choice, eh? Seeing as sewage dredge is not exactly his legal occupation. <laughs> this is no bribe. I'd have been a goner down there if it hadn't been for you. Oh, well, if I can use what I know to save another, then I will. Tomorrow morning, six o'clock. I want you to take me through the sewers to Cable Street. I've got word of the art to go into the warehouse for arrests at the same time. Two o'clock of a Monday morn! And all's well! Awful. Just another little drop of sunning short. Open. <laughs> what on earth are you doing in there, Dolly? Doors always open, darling. That's what Ethel used to say. This is Dolly Jinks. She's the one to help you. <laughs> no one to help Dolly, is there? Oh, I can't sleep, can I? Not a wink, however hard I try. You've cut yourself. Oh, it's a scratch pair, so sloshed. Go back to your room, not to mind me, just a silly old mole who's drunk sank short too many times. Gets me through the days, but nights are a bit harder. Don't know why I've been frightened to come in here. Nothing much of hers. Peeler's never even bothered to search it. Where did you get these letters? Oh, <laughs> I'd be telling. You a peeler and all. Come on, Dolly. His room. Whose? Michael Tovey's? Your lot thought they took everything, but I shifted these. Letters from Catherine to Michael? Love letters, I dare say. And one addressed to her? Uh, I, I, I meant to get them over to her when things had quietened down. Never did. Oh, <laughs> things you meet to do and don't. And the things you do that you wish you never had. Be a better world, Dolly. Would it? She's probably better off without them. Who needs memories? Who needs the hurt? Uh... I'll get them to her when I go back. Have to be off soon. Wish me luck, eh? No, I do, Pat. 
Whatever you're up to. Yeah, this should be it. Just come to the end of Cable Street now. Here's the grating. Oh, one's got a pearl hat pin fell from that. And there's a group of where Tom is. Now wait till the first stroke of six. Give him time to break in. Then we're off. Now watch how you go. It's been an high tide. Very slippery. Ready, men? Stand by. Straight to the back of the shop and smash through the hatch in the floor. Now! Let's go! Too late! Get us through. Get us through, Mr. Shepard. Or Thomas here, Dempsey. Just like so. You won't get away. That's right. Pull him, boy. Come on, pull him! Still, smile! Stay! Let him go, or I'll shoot! Stay! Smile! Jump, Tom! Jump! Tom! Tom! How are you feeling? Oh, uh, not to... Too bad, Pip. On your feet in no time. Hmm. Got all of them then? Every one. Hmm. Uh, sit, sit, sit down. Are you? I can't stay long, Tom. Huh? Why? You've got another visitor. Who? Florence. Oh, F Florence. I gave you a message. I think she said there was something you wanted to ask her. Oh. Stay, stay a bit longer. Sorry, Tom. Got to pick me things up from Dolly's. You've not been staying at D Dolly's? I have. Pip Shepherd. There's no girls there now, you know. She's turned over a new leaf. On me own again, then. Afraid so. But thanks, Dolly. Now look after yourself. <laughs> if I don't know other bang, I will. <laughs> Door's open! No, it isn't. Oh, force of habit, Pip. I'll see to it, Dolly. Uh, who is it? A young girl. What's she want? A room. Says Mary sent her. Oh. Pretty, is she? Yes. You could say that. Ooh. Irish. Mm. Irish. Redhead, I dare say. Her name's Esme. Let's have her in then. Someone looking for attractive girls like you. I noticed you earlier, before the rain. Such a pretty dress. 
Albert? Come in. Green silk, I thought. French, I dare say. Oh, you look all in. What's your name? Oh, Belle. Pretty name. Get you some hot food. That's the answer. Proper food. Help me, Albert. It's all right, dear. Come on, you're safe with us. Let's get you into the carriage. She's all right, Ned. Have you locked the door? Yes. Come on. Hey, let's see. Not her. so rough. I'll help you, Pat. Where'd you find her? Never you mind, Jack. Just be grateful she did. Please, no. Where? No, don't worry. It'll be all right. I'll see nobody hurts you. And nobody will. I mean it, Jack. All right, Pat. Well, let me help you. Just undo this. There. God, but she's pretty. The Bobby. She's no more than a child. Very pretty. Take your pleasure, gentlemen. Oh, the Bobby. Your Lordship. But no harm. Couldn't you just love her, Nat? Couldn't you? London Particulars by John Peacock. With Todd Carty as Pip Shepherd and Charles Simpson as Thomas Tedman. Play for the Kittenhauser. Love? Don't talk to me about love. Could be your wedding bells we're hearing before the year's out, Tom. Yes, I, 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 I suppose it could. Haven't you asked her yet? Uh, not, not, not properly. Blimey. Not officially. You've been saying you will for months. I, I, I know she'll say yes, but I still have to ask her for, for... Father? Yes. How long have you known her? Since we were 12. And have you courted nobody else? One or, one or two. Florence doesn't know about them, of course. <laughs> Dolly Jenks would have you down as a virgin. <laughs> well, well nearest makes no d d d difference. D yes. Well, what do you think of her, Pip? Florence? Yes, yes. Funny sort of question. Why ask me? Well, you've been m married? So? I always thought you were one for the ladies. Uh, understood them, you know. B been in love, knew what love was like. Yes, I've been in love. Your wife? Mary, of course, and maybe one other. Susanna? Susanna and me's just good playmates. No, not Susanna. Catherine? Maybe, yes, maybe. Mm. How, how, how do you know, for sure? You don't. Is it fancying, or is it love? Exactly. I'm seeing Dolly tonight. She'd know. About the fancying, anyway. Because once you've jigged, if it's only fancying, it don't last. But if it's love... Still struggling. Can't tell you how hard. But glad to have someone here to help pay the bills. So how are we getting on with Esme? All right. Nice looking girl. Polite and all. More than could be said for a lot who've stayed here. Where is she? Out. I see. No, you don't. You see nothing at all. Dolly, if you put that girl into business, I'll have you arrested so fast you won't know what's happening to you. You wouldn't do that to Dolly. 
And what for? What am I doing wrong? Am I doing anything wrong? She does what she wants. I would. What have a chance a girl have anyway? Tell you what, if I was to teach her all I know, she could make something of herself, could Esme. As rich pickings waiting for her pet. I could see her with some wealthy gent set up in St James's or the A market. Married even. Dolly. Country house. She'd thank me for it. But Dolly... What do you think she'd do if I turned me back on her, eh? Sent her up in with no help. She'd be jigging off in a doorway with the first man who offered her half a crown. In a few years' time, she'd have umpteen brats and a pox, like as not. And then end up in some shitty slum like this for the rest of her days. Oh, no, pet. I see my girls don't end up in folly ditch. Esme is only 17. Esme is... Esme is in a pickle. And never mind bloody Esme, how does Dolly make a living? The only way Dolly knows how. She does what she does because it's what she does best. And I does it best because I've been there. I can keep these girls above the gutter. No girl in need has ever been turned away from here. Doors always open. Yes, all right, Dolly. Always trouble when you come here. Esby's are in a room, that's all. Ethel's room. And she pays her rent. Whatever she does when she goes out is her own business. I lend her a few dresses, I gives her advice. See, she goes out looking nice. Treat her as if she was me own daughter, I do. And introduce her to a few gentlemen friends. She picks her own friends. Does she? What do you want, anyway? Or have you just come on the nosy? You said I could take Michael Toby's letters for Catherine. I've forgotten the last time I was here. I don't know where they are now. You'll have to come back. Oh, Dolly, don't be difficult. Old pals, aren't we? Oh, when it suits. Got a bottle of something short for you. That's how much I think here. Well, you apologise. I'm sorry. Is that it? I'm very sorry, Dolly. Well, I think they're in that cupboard. And you can put the bottle in there at the same time. You're not having a drop? Can't. I have to be off pet. Oh? I meet him with a gentleman friend. What, you, Dolly? Yes, me. No time to dawdle. I thought you were looking a bit togged up. Thought it was for you, did you? Isn't it? Oh, takes a bigger spoon than yours to stir my porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly's on the move, pet. So, to get down to business, Mr Etherington, I understand you wants to speak to me about my Esme. Yeah. Lovely girl. Indeed. With such a lovely head of air. Just one of her many attributes, eh, Mrs. Jenks? There's many a man ruined himself over a sight of red hair. <laughs> Will you take tea? Oh, much obliged. Milk and sugar? Uh, as it comes. Nothing added. There. Thank you. Please, you in every direction, I dare say. I hope she was satisfactory. Oh, yes, very. Virgin, of course. Yes, well... Well, nearest makes no difference. <laughs> so, Mrs Jenks, perhaps you could tell me a little more about Esme before I put my proposition to you. Anything to oblige. But does she have any relatives here that you know of? No. She's on her own, set for me. And how did you come upon her? An acquaintance. Name of Mary. Lives in my street, number 43. Same interest in human nature as myself. Only she don't deal with girls. Oh. 
Nancy's, eh? And such like. So, she passed Esme on to me, and, well, these four weeks, she's come like a daughter. Hmm. Do you have any other girls, Mrs Jenks? Oh, dear me, no, pet. No, I like to be exclusive. I like to think that by the time I've finished with her, any girl of mine can go out into the world and make a life for herself. That's not to say I couldn't find more. I ask my hand in many pies. And I would like to take Esme completely off your hand for 100 guineas. Yes, but it's only every now and then I puts my hand in a pie and pulls out a plum like Esme, 150. 125. 125. There'll be a carriage in St James's Park tonight at 11 o'clock. I hope you'll bring Esme along. I shan't repeat the offer. Um, she'll be well looked after. Oh, of course. Everything you could wish for her yourself. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. So I'm to go then? Well, you liked the gentleman, didn't you, Esme? Oh, yes. He was a fine man. Didn't clock you one, did he? Oh, no, darling, no. He was very kind to me. Nobody else there? No, just him. <laughs> well, I was your age. I'd have given me our teeth to meet a gentleman of such elegance and position. You found your feet. Yes. Dolly's put you on your feet. It's up to you now. Darling, I don't know whether... Now, oh, come on, <laughs> no tears. Life's hard. You do what you can. Now, Everington will put you in the way of lots of fine gentlemen, more than I ever can. Now, give Dolly a kiss. Let's be off. Mm -hmm. There. Yes, Dolly. If ever you need me, not that you will, you know where I am. Miss Donahue? Dolly? She's here. Come on, lamb. Uh, this is Esme, Miss Donahue. Hello, Esme. I shall be looking after you. If you would get in beside me. Bye, Dolly. Thank you for everything. Yes, me pet. Remember what I said. For you, Mrs. Jenks. Thank you. Drive on, Albert. 125 guineas. Oh, Pip. Oh, trousers. Ten o'clock. What are you doing? Um, I'm getting dressed. Why don't we stay till morning? Oh, I'd, I'd better get back to the Dieppe before they close. What for? You know. I don't know. Well... I'd like you to stay. Well, it's, it's people and... I want you to. People? Who cares? They know about us anyway. And Lucy. She's used to you now. She thinks I only visit a parlour. Then I'll let her know that you don't. And there's Alfred, my boy. You haven't even met him yet. So? I know the father. <laughs> How did it go, Susanna? If you need some fun, you're good-looking and kind enough for me. But that's all. I know what I said. Well, then. I'm asking you to stay the night, Pip. Not move in with me. Oh. Yes. Oh. 
shoes. Uh, I can't find it. By the door. Oh, yes. I also mentioned comfort. I know. I know what we said. And it's comfort for me to wake up in the morning, to face the day with someone beside me. Being here with you is good. It's more than that. Well, then. Maybe I'm frightened I'll spoil it. Things change. They have with me. You've got to be brave, Pip. Oh, I am. So am I. What are those? Oh, they're some letters I brought from Dolly Jenks. She found Catherine's letters to Michael Tovey. I said I'd give them to her. Oh. Pip. Is it still Catherine you hanker for? No. Are you sure? Yes, 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 I'm, I'm sure. Then what are you afraid of? Being hurt. Hurting you, Lucy and Alfred. I'm just not ready, Susanna. So, when shall I see you again? You know, Pip, we're very fortunate to have come this far. I'm Nellie Shuckle, and I shall be a very mother to you while you're here in my care. Thank you, Nellie. Mrs Shuckle, dear. Mrs Shuckle. The first thing we have to do is get rid of those dreadful clothes. So off with them. Well, they belong to Dolly. Oh, well, it's a good thing Mr Etherington could see the beauty beyond when he met you. From now on, everything will be of the finest, hand-picked by him or myself. But I... Now, don't, don't fret. Everything will be returned to you when you leave. Come on, take them off. Yes, Mrs Shuckle. Oh, you'll get used to me. What's your full name? Esme Donahoe. Oh, foreign, eh? Well, you're Rose now. We've only had one Rose before, and she was something to live up to. Now, you must never tell anyone your real name. And if I hear anybody say the word Esme after now, I shall want to know how and why. Here you are then, Rose. Put this on. This is what you call your déshabillé. Most of your clothes here are what they call your déshabillé. That's French for something to wear while you're hanging about, not quite dressed. <laughs> and that's how you'll dress all the time you're here. That way we know you can't go sneaking out. Yes, to be sure, Mrs Shuckle. Oh, and it's very becoming. You'll have no need for overcoats and cardigans. You'll be driven to the Mayfair Salon every day by Albert. He who brought you here. And you'll change there for your clients. You'll be surprised, Rose. Some men will ask you to put things on you couldn't wear in a covered carriage, let alone cross the street in. Ah, this will be your room, dear. And this is Alice. Oh, not her real name, of course. Given, just like yours. Alice, this is Rose. Hello, Rose. I'm happy to meet you. Oh, it's hardly worthwhile getting to know each other. Alice is moving on to better things tomorrow night, aren't you, Alice? Yes, Mrs Shuckle. And you'll have all this to yourself. I see. No clients for you tonight, but go with Alice and she'll introduce you to the salon. This is where the men come to pick us out. It's like Smithfield Market on a Saturday morning in here. All poking and prodding and feeling your bum. Party nights is best, when someone eyes all of us. And where do we take the men? Do we have our own rooms here? Nah. All the rooms is upstairs. All different. Oh, uh, someone's coming. Mustn't talk together when clients are present. Oh, what do I do? Just, um, dangle yourself over a settee. 
Hello, Sarah. Oh. Can I come in? Hello, Pip. Here, sit down. No, it's all right. I won't stop. It's just that I found these at Dolly Jenks and I, uh, I wanted to give them to Catherine. What on earth could that woman have that would interest Catherine? These are the letters that Catherine wrote to Michael Tovey. Dolly found him in the room where he kept his things. Would you see she gets them? She'll be through in a minute. Um, I'd rather leave them with you, please. I understand. All right, Pip. You're still fond of her, aren't you? Too fond for comfort, eh? Night, Sarah. So different, Alice. Without me finery. <laughs> this is what I came here in. Thought I was the cat's whiskers in this. Scruffy little tart, eh? <laughs> How did you come here, Alice? Not supposed to say. And don't want to be reminded. Be quite rich now for me. There is rich pickings to be had here, Rose. Nelly saved all my money for me. And I'll be free to go out at the new place. And where will you be going? Where is it? Hampstead, I think. North, anyway. Nat doesn't let us know where the other kitten houses are, so that if we're ever caught by the police, we can only squeal on this one. The carriage is ready, Alice. Are you? Yes, thanks, Mrs Shuckle. Albert's loaded everything up for you. <gasps> Never have I seen so many boxes <gasps> and packages. Mr Everington was very generous. Oh, I should say. <laughs> I shall miss the girls. And you, Nelly. Oh, they all say that, Alice. But then once they've flown the nest, we never hear another word from them. That's how happy they are. I'll go on down. Tell Nat you're on your way. Bye, Alice. Won't be too bad for you, Rose. You'll soon get used to it. It's better than tramping the streets, anyway. Ta-ra! It was raining like this on the night you found me, Nelly. Over six months ago. Harder, if I recall. Yes, your purse. <gasps> You'll find everything in there as agreed. Thank you, Nelly. Thank me? We'll give thanks for this kind of life. Come on, Alice! Goodbye, Belle. Why are we stopping? Albert! Sir? Where are we? Regent's Park. Sorry, Mr Etherington, sir. I have to get out for a moment. Something wrong with the wheel. <laughs> Damnation, man. It's your job to see there's nothing wrong with anything. Won't happen again, sir. Your hand, my dear. We'll get a cab. But my cases. Albert will bring them along later. Uh, what are you doing? Just helping you on your way. Belle. Where is she? Over here, Thomas. Uh, excuse me. Sir. Sir. Looks like whoever it was strangled her. Then finished the job off with a cutthroat razor. Mm. Any identification? Nothing at all. No belongings. But I've seen her before. Swear I have. Is there nothing in her purse? Yes. Strange, though. Felt like it was packed with wads of money. But it's just paper. Wads of paper. Mm. Uh, dresses, green silk. Green silk? Well groomed. Not your street tart, then. <laughs> Hardly Jacob's Island, eh? Wait. Yes. That's exactly what she is. Jacob's Island? Folly Ditch. That's where I saw her. Let's get her to the morgue. I know who can identify her. 
She was wearing the green silk the day she disappeared. You remember that, don't you? I don't remember. Please, Dolly. It was hanging over a chair the first day I met you. My God, you didn't miss much, did you? You said later she'd ran off with it. Did I? She left Ethel lying there and scarpered. But the dress, Dolly. How can I tell till I see it? Don't remember every dress I was out, do I? Nothing coming back? Maybe it will. I hate all this pet. If I've got to see her, let me see her now. That's Belle. And I remember the dress. French. I remarked on how well it'd go with your Catherine's hair. She's not my Catherine, Dolly. This little madam ran off with it. The bare-faced thieving minx. She can keep it. Meet her maker in it. Let him see what she got up to. On the day she disappeared, Dolly, who was a customer you set her up with? I didn't. It was potluck. Ethel took her to Shepherd's Market. I'll give her the money to pay for a room in Paddy's Goose so this one could get changed. Well, it's, it's, it's got to be here somewhere. Who's in charge of the case? Webstone. Oh, very methodical. Uh, here we are. Uh, 13th, 14th. Samoria. Uh, barmaid. Uh, landlord of Paddy's Goose. Potman. Yes, I, th I, th I think this is it. Uh, listen, on the, on, the, on the 14th, we interviewed the potman at Paddy's Goose. I, I'm, I'm right. He says, but, uh, but, but, blum, blum. At the nine o'clock, that's, that's just after Ethel was murdered, uh, a young woman in a g green silk gown came into the bar. She was shaking and frightened and had two j gins. I, I thought she was the kind of girl looking for a gentleman's employ. Uh, she, she struck up an acquaintance with a gentleman who calmed her down and bought her more drinks. Doesn't say who he is. No, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, at, at midnight, when Paddy's Goose closed, I saw a carriage draw up outside the tea house, three doors down. The woman in the green silk dress was lying in the doorway, swacked. I asked her if she was all right. Um, a middle-aged woman who I had previously seen with Nat Etherington approached the lady and said she would ha handle the situation, so I went my way. The rain was so hard, I sheltered in, in a... A uh, doorway, and looking back, saw the woman, B Belle, being helped into the carriage. Nat who? Nat Everington? What do you want him for? We think he was with Belle on the night Ethel died. No. Well, means nothing, though, does it? I mean, Belle? Why would he want Belle? Something short for you? No, thank you, Dolly. Besides, six months ago, or, or more. How do you know he didn't kittenhouse her? How'd you know he did? Well, that's what we're going to find out. Where do we find him, Dolly? Oh, how should I know? Which is the best salon? Mayfair. But they won't let you in. You've got to be eye-ups. Eye-up as you can get. Judges, lords, all that sort of thing. Nearest you'll get to him is the beggar in the bush. It's where he drinks. Don't have the right twang. Tom does. Do you know any of the girls? No. <laughs> Any girls of that class, I'd hang on to them, not give them to him. Oh, God. What's the matter? Haven't told me everything, have you? You really believe he might have done that to Belle, do you? Maybe. All right. There is something I've got to tell you. It's about his me. Can I have a word with you, Sarah? Yes, what is it, dear? It's about Michael. Tovey? Yes. 
And the letters Pip brought me from Dolly Jenks. Letters I wrote to him. Oh. Love letters, eh? Yes, but... Uh, what on earth is it? It's all right. I've only just been able to bring myself to read them. There's one from him to me that he must have meant to send me, but for some reason never did. He tells me not to come down from Whitby and that he wouldn't be here. But there is an address where I can contact him. No. Do you think I should go? Or not, Sarah? Well, he, he, he might not be there now. I know. Do you still love him? I think so. But maybe I'm just used to feeling that way. There's nobody else you care about? Pip, you mean. I care about Pip, Sarah. He's my greatest friend. But I don't love him. I'll go with you. Nellie tells me that Mrs. Jenks recommended your membership, Mr. Tedman. Yes, indeed. I, f I, I find Dolly, um, uh, Mrs. Jenks, a very useful and, and reliable source of p p pleasure. So, which one of our young ladies is for you? Uh, I, I'm rather p p partial to red-haired popsies. Ah, well, there's Rose. She's new. It's only her third day with us. Oh. Rose? Good evening to you, sir. Uh, uh, good evening. The Arabian room, Rose? Certainly, Mr. Etherington. Will you come this way, sir? The Arabian is quite my favourite in the whole salon. Surely I didn't expect to have such a handsome young man as my Sheikh of Arabia. Really? Indeed not. Well, that's very nice of you to, to, to say so. Would you step into my tent, sir? I, I, um... Come, give me your hand, so... Uh, no, no, mm. please, please, please. What? Why, sir, I... Esme. How do you I... know my name? You'll spoil everything. I, I can't see there's anything to, to spoil, only to, to, to help. Who are you? What are you? I, I, I'm a friend of Dolly's, Esme. Rose! Rose, my name is Rose. You'll ruin everything. Rose. Did, did you meet a woman here, Cook? Called Bell. No, don't talk. I don't want to answer. It's, it's very important. Did you meet a woman called Bell? Please don't talk. Leave me. Please go. I paid my money. Now, he he'll think you didn't please me. Do you want that? No. Please say nothing. I, I won't. Not to Nelly. No, no, not to, not to anyone. You promise? I promise. I promise. But, but why are you doing this? Well, why not? Tis the only way I've got of making something of myself. You, you call this making something of yourself? Or why do you say that? Because it's true. I've got three brothers and a sister back home in Cork, all younger than me, and me dar all alone trying to look after them. I'm doing the best I can with what I've got to get money to send home. At least here, I know I shan't be murdered in my bed. It's better than walking the streets, and it won't be forever. Rose, we... Must know if a, if a woman called Belle lived here recently. I wouldn't know. We all have different names, just as mine is Rose. The only person I've talked to is, is a woman whose room I took over. She left three days ago. I called her Alice. She she, she left three days ago. Did do you know why? Mm, it was some sort of reward. She was moved to another house. Now, no more questions. I've said too much. No, just just one thing. What was she wearing when she left? <sighs> A green dress, made of silk. Thank you. Tilly? 
Take the gentleman to the Tudor room. Yes, Mrs. Shackle. Swice, sir. Thank you, my dear. Oh, and I see the Arabian is now free. Was everything satisfactory for you, Mr. Tedman? Uh, why, yeah, yes, yes, thank you. Esme was for very much to my liking. Um, well, uh, goodbye. He called her Esme. Keep her off duty for the next few days and get a message to Dolly Jenks that I'd like to see her about more work. <laughs> Lucy? Yes, Uncle Pip? What would you say if I asked your mum if I could come and live with you? Oh, yes, please. Will you? Well, if she wants me to. <gasps> I'll have to ask her first. Why don't you ask her now? When she comes in, you go and wash your hands, eh? All right. No listening, mind. <gasps> Promise. <laughs> Very quiet in there. It's because we're both dying of hunger. <laughs> Lucy. Have you washed your hands and face? Going now, Mum. Well, hurry up. <laughs> Will you leave that for a minute? What? The meal. Will you leave it for a minute? What have you been saying to me? <laughs> Nothing. I want to talk to you. What's the matter? Nothing. Just please sit down. But, Pip, I... Please... Well, hurry up. Cat got your tongue. <clears throat> Susanna, I can't ask you to marry me b b because you're married already. Not that I'll ever see him uh, again. I, I know. So? So, I want to ask you... What are you doing? On bended knee... Oh, Pip. ..if I may give my notice to Mrs Vermelo at the Hotel Dieppe. Now, why would you want to do that? Because I want to live here with you and Lucy. To have and to hold. And everything else that says I love you. Oh, Pip. Yes! Say yes, Mum! Oh, Pip. Yes! Come here. <laughs> mm. uh, Dolly Jenks has been invited to one of Nat Etherington's kitten houses. Wants her to do more work for him. I, I told her to warn Esme if, if if she's asked to move to another house, not to, to to go. So now, we wait to see what she can find out before we plan our next move. Hmm. You're quiet today. Yes. Wondering what I've done. That's all. And what have you done? I'm moving out of the Dieppe and into Susanna's. Okay. Congratulations. Yes. Have you told Catherine? I couldn't. She's gone with Sarah Vermelo to see Michael Tovey. She found an address for him. Sarah told me yesterday afternoon. She says Catherine's very excited. But that, that's, that's not why you've decided to move in with Susanna? Oh, no. Not at all. I has to say as how privileged I feel to be invited to one of your houses. Well, I'm very grateful to you, Dolly. So grateful. I'm going to put a bit of employ your way. Oh, I'm much obliged, I'm sure. Mm, now... I'm putting Nellie Shuckle, who looks after my girls here, into another salon. Something special's cropped up and, well, I'd like you to replace her here for a month. Oh. Is that possible? Uh, for a consideration, of course. Uh, she'll stay with you for a few days to explain the position. That would be most agreeable. <sighs> the thing is, well, the matter's very urgent and I would like you to start straight away. 
now. Exactly. You'll stay here. We have everything you'll need. Oh, but... But it has to be straight away. Nellie will go with you and fetch any clothes you may need. Thank you. Albert will drive you. Straight there and straight back. We must be there. There's no sign of house. Driver? You'll have to walk from here. Can't go no further. Too rough. Michael Tovey lives in a small cottage on the edge of the estate. Just through that copse. Thank you. Now, be brave. Yes. I'll wait here for you. Catherine, is it you? It is. So then, Michael. Catherine, by God, I surely never thought to see you again. But happy to. Oh, I, I would have been once. But, but I'd expected to see you a long time ago. Long given up. I thought you didn't care. Oh, I never got your letter until last week. The one with your address. Mr Vermelo was to post it for me. I see. That's Robert, eh? It was taken with the rest of your belongings to Folly Ditch when you disappeared. Folly Ditch? Uh, no matter. Oh, Catherine. So, this is where you're staying? Yeah. Is it with friends? No, uh, it's the house of myself and the lady I'm engaged to marry. I see. The mother of my child-to-be. Oh. Look, uh, don't say anything, Catherine. Please, don't say a word. Jenny will be home soon. I can't ask you to come in. No. I understand. Mrs. Vermelo was waiting with the carriage just through the trees. I'll take you there. We'll go along the beach. A little more time, eh? Not Whitby, is it? Not by a long chalk. No. That seems a lifetime ago. I've never stopped loving you. I thought you had. No. Is there uh, anyone else in your life? Someone to make you happy? I think so. I wish you all the happiness, Catherine. Will you hold me? Just once? Hold you? No time for holding. It's too late. Excuse me for bothering you, Mr. Etherington, but I'd like to see Rose, is it, if I may? Which is her room? Uh, she's not here, Dolly. She's moving tonight. We're transferring her to another house, closer to our best salon. I see. Oh, Pip. 
Just wanted to see you before I go, Sarah. Say thank you for everything. Well, I dare say we'll not be seeing much less of you than before. Is Catherine about? She's in her room, Pip. But there's something I want to tell you. About Michael? Yes. Did she see him? Yes. Michael's getting married. But not to Catherine. Another young lady. Oh. I'm sorry, Pip. I don't think you should see her just now, do you? No. I'll best be off. You and Susanna. It's for the best. Thanks, Sarah. Nat. What is it, Nellie? It's Dolly. What about her? She wants to go to a street stationer. She can't write. Well, you write it for her. She says it's private. Does she? And I wonder how private. Let her go. You and Albert follow her. Don't touch her. Yet. Just see that Albert gets the letter from the stationer. I'll send her now. That's all I want to say, Pip, is to go with all haste to a Mr Pip Shepherd, Seven Dials, the Hotel Dieppe. Right. She's done. I'll go back with her. You'll get the letter. All right. Off you go. I'll see to him. Who on earth? I'll get it. Come quickly, I've got a carriage. I'll explain on the way. What's going on? Where are we going? The, the kitten house. I, I went to see that Dolly was all right. Uh, see what happened at the meeting, but th there was nobody at F Folly Ditch. I, I was there most of the morning. What? Oh, while I was there, Dolly turned up in, in, in Etherington's carriage with, with another woman. I, I kept out of the way and, and watched as she packed her clothes. Then I, I, I f followed them back to what must be the kitten house. Did you put a watch on both places? Yes, yes, but told them not to interfere with whatever they saw happening, just to keep us informed. Then, uh, middle of the afternoon, Dolly c came out and went to a street stationer. When she'd left, the, the, the carriage driver grabbed the letter from the stationer and, and made off with it. The watch spoke to the stationer, who, who re remembered most of the message. Here it is. Tonight? They're moving Esme tonight. Let's hope we can get there in t t time. So you see, Dolly, we're going to let you go with Rose. You're Esme. We know how fond you are of her. You haven't unpacked yet, so we can just put everything back in the carriage. I see. Let's go then, shall we? It's going to be with us like it was with poor Belle, isn't it? Why don't you just do it here? We can't let the girls suspect there are no better houses, Dolly. And don't expect any help from your Mr Shepherd, eh? Where's Albert? He's loading up the carriage. I want Ned and Sam to join us, just in case. Albert, uh. there'll be ten minutes or so. Done now. All right, Tom. Honourable Albert, you get the peelers. Regent's Park. Catch them in the act. <laughs> Shh, it's all right, darling. Come here. Shh. Well, where are we? Albert? There must be something wrong with the carriage. I'm sorry, ladies. I must ask you to get out. Albert? Have the ladies out. There is no Albert, Nat. <gasps> Just me and a few peelers. 
Never have I needed something short as much as I do now. My heart is dead. Near as makes no difference. You all right, Esme? As well as I can be with my hopes lying in ruins. Well, I'm afraid your hopes were vain hopes, Esme. You'd have ended up as Belded. They had fine gentlemen lined up for me. Mayfair was all I dreamed of. Uh, you, you, you never met the men who really bought you, Esme. The ones who bought Bell. They had to know they could, could trust you first. Men so influential, they couldn't afford to let the girls go free once they tired of them, in case they spilt the beans. Men in public office, lords even, whose careers and, and their lives would be ruined. Bell was killed because they were bored with her. They dressed her in the clothes they found her in, so no peeler would associate her with Mayfair society. A dead street girl in an old green dress, still covered with the grime of six months ago. Uh, here, I'll not have that. Best silk, that dress. French. Cost me a blooming guinea. Don't suppose we'll ever find out how many more there have been. Well, maybe not, but we'll close them down. So what happens now? We all go home, Dolly. You and Esme to Folly Ditch. Me to Susanna. And me t to... Uh... Mr Hatfield. Thomas. There's, there's something I have to say. Yes. I have been waiting for a very long time. It's about Florence and myself. You see, I... That, that is, I... <laughs>